0: We okay. and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first Bible, token of the and priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their leaves. Search,
1: ponder, pray. Is this the place?
0: Uh, good evening, brothers and sisters. This is Bobby with morning voice, and uh, this is Kendra with morning voice. But and with coffee. us, we have the the lovely Julie Dubois, Julia Dubois. Welcome. Hey, hello. Uh, she's friends with Kendra, so I'm gonna let Kendra kind of intro her a little bit. But let's Uh-oh. do it.
1: Okay, cool. Um, this is Julia. She is a wonderful human being. Um, Love her to pieces. Uh, I met Julia in college at a prestigious institute choir um, (laughs) setting. We were roommates as well. And um, she's probably the one of the most amazing, genuine, kind, fun person. Is that grammatically correct anyway it's (laughs) it's been great (laughs) human um and she's mormon and she still is mormon so i wanted to make sure that we are very inclusive of all kinds of voices that we are in contact with and julia remains one of the most um understanding good kind of friends to have around especially if you um have stepped away And she's just like she's just great we'll we'll get into it
2: Oh, you're so nice. That's so nice of you to say. Thank you. That's nice of you.
0: In our experience together, I have enjoyed you quite a bit, too. I won't lie. We've, we've had a lot of fuck-ups. I'm 40 minutes late. <laughs> and you're very kind, so thank oh you. Oh, my gosh.
2: It's fine. We're alive. We're all alive. It's all that matters. We're just uh, grateful that your cord might work today. that's
0: not a good thing to say to me.
1: <laughs> I am. I am I'm glad. I'm like, we are
0: alive. Isn't it unfortunate?
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I legit texted Lisa and I was like, did Bobby make it home t-
0: last night? <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what's happening with her. <laughs> she hasn't responded, has she? No, she's not awake. Uh, what's up, Julia? Tell us your story.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. So from the beginning... So my family's
0: in the beginning,
2: in the beginning, that was light. <laughs> um, my, so my dad was a convert to the church. He's the only convert in his family. So his family's Catholic. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, we, I mean, go to church only on Easter and Christmas Catholic. And that's great. It is what it is. But uh, I like that
1: kind of Catholic personally.
2: It's the best. It's, yeah. They're the best. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so that's kind of what I grew up with on the other side of being LDS because we didn't have – we didn't go to church consistently as a family, mm-hmm. which is just what I grew up with. Um, so I didn't really know any different, but I did see other people, like, I don't know, having scripture study with their family and, like, attending church all <laughs> sitting all together. And I was like, huh, mm.
0: that's not my
2: family. Like, how weird. <laughs> um, but I did go consistently with my grandma. So um, – oh, that's cool. I do remember – doing that um so
1: you, you went consistently to church with your grandma then to catholic when church, i was right? with my grandma catholic when church, i was or, with her no LDS. Uh, lds church oh, okay. okay cool because that's like kind of i feel like that's kind of like my story too because like our our family played card games and like i didn't know that that was like not cool yeah and um <laughs> the only time i was consistently going to church was when i lived with my grandma so that's uh, oh we have so much in common and i, I know about it <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah. So it was, she was great. I mean, she just, when she, when we were staying at her house, we slept over or whatever. It was like, well, I go to church on Sunday, so let's go. So we went and, um, I wasn't like, I feel like because I didn't go all the time, I didn't have the strongest like convictions. And so I had boyfriends and I was kissing boys and whatever, (laughs) um, through high school. And then I get into college and that's where I Woke up one Sunday and said, Huh, no one's going to make me go to church today mm-hmm. unless I decide that I'm going. Well, that's interesting. So, or no one's going to like guilt trip me, I guess. Best calling ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm I was like, sleep in. <laughs> I, and I was like, I guess I could, but I didn't. So I went and I enjoyed it and ended up really liking going on my own. And that's kind of where I started really enjoying like, being at church by myself where, I don't know, I just, I knew that I liked it for myself and not just because I was with other people that enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like because grandma was there going to give you little candies <laughs> during sacrament or anything.
2: <laughs> Scratching my back so I fall asleep. That was oh my, my favorite gosh. part. That I'm is such a great part of, of church.
0: Your own bag of Cheerios. Dry Cheerios. I oh, need a snack. <laughs>
2: I can't get, I cannot get through sacrament without a snack. <laughs> it's an hour long meeting, and I'm like, "Where's the candy?" <laughs> I
1: can't do
0: You're like, "I need a Welch's fruit snack." <laughs> yeah. and I'm a
1: 31 year old adult, and that's still a thing. So, no lie, one of my like... favorite reminiscing stories with my friend Matt is that we just can like hear the giant bag of Skittles that one gal in our singles ward would just like, <laughs> push, <laughs> and like dig around with her fingers, go. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> All sacrament meeting is great. I mean, like if you're gonna be do what you want in church, if you're gonna be attending and they want you there, like bring skittles, whatever. Right,
2: right. <laughs> there was actually a lady in my one of my my singles words who would actually bring like a giant. I'm not kid- is sixty four <laughs> ounce a thing i don't know it was one of those like trucker sized mugs full of like diet pepsi and she would sit on Sounds the front like row Bobby. and she no, would no, no. doodle Fuck and diet drink pepsi. Diet pepsi. regular
0: pepsi <laughs> don't, don't maybe it was you <laughs> oh, shoot.
2: Yeah, yeah it was I great would...
1: she would just like sit I... in the
2: front row yeah she just sat in the front row and doodled she like drew the whole time and drank her diet pepsi and i was like good for you Way to be here. It was great. I just yes. have so much respect.
0: <laughs> Is it like Diet Pepsi against the Word of Wisdom though? Uh,
2: no, I mean, there was a there was a prophet who was like, "No, we do not drink Coke products." And then there was uh, an apostle just recently who was like, "My soda beverage of choice," and kind of <laughs> led to the fact that he probably drinks Diet Coke. And everyone was like, "Okay." Wait, so I'm confused.
1: <laughs> I'm confused. Do we or do we not? So the I do. Messaging here is hard. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's the word of wisdoms. right. an entire, entire other episode. But
1: you I should drink join us.
2: Caffeine <laughs> for that one. I, I drink a lot of caffeine, and I'm trying not to because it makes me a little nutsy. But you know, we're, that's where we're at
1: in my life. So I am here so because right. Spence got me a um, ice caramel frappe from McDonald's at 7 a.m. what a sweet man anyway was like, hear me here's
0: some diabetes love he was like
1: oh you you have work at eight i know that you cannot wake up here you go i love you
2: oh he's the best he is um, the best we do love spencer on this podcast. i love spencer he's he's the best anyway so that's where we were at um i started going to church on my own enjoying it teaching sunday school getting a lot of callings and just enjoying being there, and then a friend at church told me about this institute choir, is where where Kendra and I met, and um, it was so fun. So I ended up auditioning, being the very last person to audition, um, and <laughs> being a part of this choir that I didn't really know much about, but it totally, one hundred percent changed my life. Mm. It's a, it was. A really I can good thing agree to with
1: that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Even as like a not Mormon person anymore. We're like Mormon adjacent, but like not active, whatever. I haven't figured out my labels yet, guys. I like it. I liked (laughs) liked hearing you go through that just barely, actually. Uh, I still think about that choir and uh, the lessons I learned and the people I met. And sometimes it makes me sad because I feel like I can't connect with the person I used to be. So I don't feel like I deserve to have connection with those people but mm. um yeah it's a great it was a great experience probably the greatest choir experience I've ever had so I haven't been able to sing since so that sucks what? for me. Yeah. no way
2: <laughs> yeah um sing us a ditty here we go I, I mean like hear I, it.
1: I can sing but there's just like um well it's 8 a.m guys it's nine I want to hear it <laughs> no I mean like I'm crying <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean what, we're we ten minutes and that's that's that tracks.
1: That's about right. Um yeah. <laughs> sorry to make this about me. This is Julia's episode, but uh I it, wanna hear you sing. Uh singing songs I only know songs about Jesus and it sucks that when you just don't believe in it anymore,
0: it feels painful to sing. Totally. End. <laughs> anyway <laughs> singing Just thinking of it it's like taking the Lord's name in vain. I do it with ease.
1: Um, Adele, <laughs> Adele is helping a lot. Oh, Adele's killing it right now. <laughs> yeah. Then. Oh, so, take it um, easy on
2: you. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Like, um, that's been a good. That's been a song that's been easy to sing and put your heart into it because it feels very. We're not Relatable? doing a podcast on me or Adele, but like, <laughs> um, words that you can sing and put your heart into it because like. Every one of us was a child, and we just... Yes. We made choices, and we didn't, you know... And we've changed our minds a lot, so... Very easy to relate to that song. No wonder she's killing it, so...
2: Well, I totally agree. I was actually listening to that song on the way home last night. I was Mm. driving home from Salt Lake, and I was singing it thinking, Man, (laughs) shouldn't everyone be allowed to, like, say, like, Ah, I made some things, some choices I wasn't proud of, but... Yeah. Like, and allowing people, like i guess the grace to be like but i've changed i'm different yeah. and like that's yeah, okay like,
0: isn't that like the main problem with our culture right now is everyone thinks they need to be perfect and like yeah we're changing or cancel that now. we're <laughs> cancel we're changing culture now, yeah like if you if you did anything wrong back like pull i honestly hate when they pull up a tweet from like 10 years ago and they're like kevin hart was said that said fat fag kendra hates when i use that word but yeah i'm like, gonna bleep it <laughs> but like uh Great. I understand. Let's not use that word. But like 10 years ago was a different time. And yeah. He's clearly right. Gro- he's clearly grown. So it's like my, it's, it's OK to change your tune, man. It's, the point is you're changing. <laughs>
2: my my sure. husband actually says like one time a friend of ours, um, someone that we both know, Ken, but I won't name them on the podcast. You can it type called, it in the, the thing. <laughs> OK. He it was a man. He's a man. Yes. Um, let me text it to you so you know who I'm talking about. Um, he called my husband out on like saying something, my, my husband told him something he did that was kind of like mean when he was in his twenties, like Mm. to this family that this other person knows. And, uh, and was like, I just, I know that you, you've done some mean things in the past and I can't believe that you would be that way. I didn't think you were that kind of person. And he was like, that was 10 years ago. Do you Mm -hmm. know how much I've learned? since then and what kind of a person I am, like, you can't, like, don't, don't let me not change just because you want to see me in a certain way, you know? So Mm -hmm. he, anyway, he's a big proponent of, like, change, my husband is, so. Yeah, growth. Uh Uh-huh. He's a good partner to have that way because he's, he's really a fan of, like, anyway, allowing yourself to grow and helping other people to, to let you do that, so.
1: Cool. Anyway, he's awesome. We love good men around here. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I just like the idea of people being like a like it's okay, like him him not just like shriveling up and being like, oh fuck, you're right, recoiling like, Him being like, well, yeah, I wasn't like that. T- that that's how I was ten years ago. I was a piece of shit. Now I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> in that respect, totally. Like and we owning, all, we it. all were right. Like, yeah, tw- yeah. That was when I was 23. Forget about it. That was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, and
1: I, think, that. I think the Adele song to me, like, isn't not a plea for everyone else to go ease on me. It's more uh, a plea for myself to go easy on myself and like mm-hmm. uh like just talking kind of to your inner critic and saying, It's okay. We're growing, we're learning. So yeah Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, anyway, so she's that's it's, that's amazing. I love that. I okay. was actually listening to Ken. Uh, side note, I was listening to our uh, Latter Day Celebration CD in the Shut car. Shut the like, fuck up on.
1: because I just now pulled that out and I was like, maybe I Shut should do some up.
2: <laughs> That's so funny because I it like, kind of came back into my head and when it popped up, I was like... Oh, and the, like, as I was listening to it, just a flood of memories. And I yep. mean, like for you, it might be not like great memories, but
1: no, I for still, me it was good as a party trick. I still pull up. I will rise with Alex Boyer on YouTube ah! and I'm like, I, that's me on the end. You can see me in one <laughs> shot in one shot. I'm right here. Do you see my hair? That's me. <laughs> there were a, There were a lot
2: of people who were very upset about that. We got up like. At the butt crack of dawn Bobby do you know about this No
1: tell tell the (laughs) world Julia Good night.
2: So we were in this music video Uh And and it to us Utah LDS kids It felt very like prestigious And it was really (laughs) fun But we we did a we did a song At this uh, what was it called Not a a devotional A devotional yeah We should have devotionals
1: too I mean let's let's copy all of the church (laughs) Midweek devotionals
0: Um, I mean, can yeah. I just get my? Can I get my job in order first? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> no, all I do is no. work. I have no money somehow. Uh, <laughs> like I'm like,
1: what the fuck?
0: <sighs> I'll set
1: up our Patreon right now, Bobby. Do it. Keep going, Julia.
2: <laughs> so anyway, we sing this song at a devotional, and the guy who's doing the devotional who's it's Alex Boyer. So if you're in Utah. If you've ever watched Mormon Tabernacle Choir, you know who that is. Otherwise, you do not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he was on like, America's Got Talent. Oh, one that's time. true. Yeah. yeah. He's, he was kind of famous for a second. I don't um, know
0: who, was for, who is this is. Exactly. Alex Boyer. Okay,
2: exactly. Nice. You don't know. You wouldn't yeah. know. Well, you <laughs> said, Why would you have any you reason? said,
0: if you're in Utah, if you know the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, you know who this is. And I'm like, I know both those things. I'm laying in Utah right now. I'm laying no. down in Utah right now. I'm laying down in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to
1: dying. be the Motab's token black person is what it was. Like there yeah. was two of them. There he was one of them.
0: Token white yes. person, you know, what you mean? Oh mo actual Motown. I was like, Motown is black. Okay, sorry. N-
1: mo, no. Motab. Motown Mormon, Mormon Tabernacle Mormon. Choir. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was
0: like, Motown. Okay, it's early, guys. Not my You think I'm d- you think I'm dumb at night, guys. Just get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Oh my, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah,
2: he comes, does his thing, says, I want to record that song with you guys. And so it was literally the day before my mission.
1: Oh, my God. Julie, the I forgot. Day,
2: yeah. This is the day before my mission. We all woke up at four in the morning. I
0: uh-huh. met at
2: the Institute at UVU and drove out to the salt flats and recorded this song called I it, Will Rise as our the sun dresses. is rising. And like it was it was really fun. It was also but cold, because it was in March, and, mm-hmm. and we were desert, freezing, yeah. it was wet. It was, anyway, it was, uh, it was a whole experience, but <laughs> I think <laughs> most of the members of the choir were like, okay, we're going to be on camera, and it came out, and it just, like, pans over everyone really fast, Yeah. and so everyone was like, are you, are you, are you kidding me? Like, I, I spent my whole morning doing that, so it was really fun. It's fun to look back on, but, like, sometimes people will be like, oh, you did you did choir, you did this, or what about that music video you did that one time? I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 I'll show it to you. And luckily, I was a soloist, so I got, like, a lot more. A lot of camera luckily, time. Luckily, I yeah. was
0: a soloist. Well, <laughs> otherwise, like, well,
2: otherwise, I'd have been so mad I'd have been like, I'm going home. It's so cold. This I'm is going miserable. back on my mission. <laughs> I'm going on my mission. See you later.
0: <laughs> oh, where'd you go on your mission, by the way? So, I
2: went to Honduras mm-hmm. and I was in the Guatemala MTC. So I was gone on my mission for like a total of three and a half months. And I came home early because I was like dealing with all sorts of junk, like mm. intense amounts of anxiety and depression stuff. I did not know was a thing for me until mm. I got out in the middle of a almost third world country. <laughs> and I was like, Hi, like I got problems. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. I'm like, so there's something wrong with me and I need to deal with it. And so I went home and then I like rejoined the choir and stuff the next semester. And it was kind of weird for a little bit. But I've for me, I've made my peace with it because I was just it was something that needed to happen so that I
1: could understand who I am. So I was hella happy with it because you became my roommate. And I was like, I come know. on over, girl. Come on it was great. Over. <laughs> yeah exactly Um, there was a christina playing (laughs) yep
0: um do you think that because i've heard this i mean we all know someone who's coming from their mission similar stories always Mm. do you think they need to change the age when you go on a mission or do you think it's a good age
2: for some people it's great and i think man that's hard because they made the age change right after i came home and i was like you're like, oh, this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I well also, like, I waited so long, right? Yeah. I waited till I was 21, and I came home. I turned 22 because I was 20. I was almost 22 by the time I went out. So mm. by the time I came home, they made that announcement that fall. I was like,
0: rude. Where was this announcement? Like, I honestly, I, when <laughs> they made that announcement, ago. I felt bad for every every female that was on a mission at the time. For I'm real. Like, oh, that's so shitty. I, I think. know.
1: I have a little critique about it because like it feel it still feels sexist that they want women to wait one more year one than year, the boys yeah, yeah. and um, what are they supposed to do just twiddle their thumbs and hope to get swooped up or something uh, but <laughs> I literally when they made that announcement like, 19 year olds can go on missions now. I was like, good, maybe I'll get dates now. Like, (laughs) seriously. Go away. See you later. I'm here. (laughs) Go away. I actually
0: went on a mission.
1: (sighs) Oh my gosh. Help my increase. You just increased my odds of finding somebody really well. Thanks, President Monson. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was thankful.
2: (laughs) I was thankful because I was like, uh, I just kept thinking, well, I'm glad I didn't have to serve with 19-year-old girls. It was hard enough serving with 21-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want someone a year out of high school. Yeah. And that's, that's my own personal opinion. I'm sure they were great missionaries because, like, I've had multiple nieces now that I've been married to Michael. He's he's the youngest of eight, so I have nieces who are older.
0: Mm-hmm. But I've had
2: nieces who have gone on missions at 19 since that announcement, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you're perfect. You're like perfect yeah. missionary material. So, like, I'm... I would have loved to have you as a missionary (laughs) companion. I don't know about (laughs) anyone else. So anyway. Yeah. So I did. I did go on a mission and and that was, it was great. It was good for me. Um, I met a lot of people who just completely changed my life, but it was something where I came home and I was like, I'm glad I came home because once I did, I met my husband. Mm -hmm. Right away? um, Yeah. So I came home and auditioned for a show at the theater I was working at in Orem. And uh, he happened to be in it as well. Um, and we, I mean, that was nine years ago and we're still together. So it was, it was pretty wild the way it all worked out, but, uh, we both ended up getting cast in the show and, and I don't know if I've mentioned this before to either of you, but, um, during our first rehearsal, I knew he had been in the movie version of this of this musical before. And so I was like, he was was
1: famous.
2: Yeah. Well, kind of within this certain world of like (laughs) LDS films. He is like, we will still go out places and people are like, you're Sam. I am from liking the scriptures. And he's like, yes, I am. That was 20 years ago. Like what? He's like weirdly famous. It's so, it's so strange. (laughs) Is he on IMDB? I think so. Yeah. I'm going to look him up. Yeah. IMDB. Michael Dubois. So he has wait, his own like how, website.
0: How, how long ago was he in this movie? Twenty years ago. So the movies,
2: the like and the scriptures were okay. Probably closer to eighteen or fifteen years ago, but still.
0: So when he was they like were, a teenager, he did it. How, no, no, he's
2: he? so Michael's forty-one.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So he was
2: in his twenties okay. when he did them. He it had just come home off his mission, um, and he actually did a lot of film and stuff. So I, I had just, I kind of like. Saw his resume and saw like the way he carried himself, and I'm like, oh, that guy's probably full of himself. But he was like, <laughs> he turned out to be just like the nicest, nicest guy. He said, no, he I thought up- you were like,
0: I saw his resume and I was hooked. I was like, you look at a man's resume before you marry him. How do you? <laughs> like,
2: and now we're married, so way to go, like, resume. Let me, let me
0: get out my half my half spectacles so I can look at this. <laughs> I'm a grandma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at your resume.
2: Yeah, so yeah, he um, he came up to me during our first rehearsal. And he was and I had already had this preconceived notion of him. And I, he was like, hey, I'm Michael, looks like we're going to be getting to know each other. And I was playing Mary, mother of Jesus, and he's playing a shepherd. And I'm like, we have
1: one scene together, my friend. And so I said, yeah, probably not. And walked away. And <laughs> Was it a kissing scene, though? Did Mary ever kiss Joseph? <laughs> no, no. What? No PDA from the mother and father of God? <laughs> no,
2: too much, too much, Uh, you know. Uh, what do you call it? Too much baby bump in the way, I
0: think. Oh, oh. Maybe they, or maybe they just didn't have my basement couch to get things going. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs>
2: There you go. So, yeah, we that's how we got to know each other. And it was it was really fun. We didn't start dating till the show was over, but he's the best. Um, and we dated for three and a half years. And then we got married in March of t- 2016. So we've been married t- five and a half years. Nice. Together for nine. and I like how you're
0: like, we've been married for two years. Yes, the pandemic has been going on for two years. You're right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I don't know, because I was thinking 2012, I don't know. 2012 is when we met. Math is hard, okay? It's 9 a.m.
1: You've been Wait, together about waited, 10
2: years. You
0: waited four years to get married. That's pretty bitchin'.
2: Three and a half. Yeah. It was, it was a whole thing. Um, just making sure he really... If there's one thing about Michael, he does not do something until he is 1,000% sure. Mm. Um, So it's... It's really... What's the right word? He's just... He's Uh very, like, slow and steady. Like, (laughs) slow and steady is about the only word I can use to describe him. So... And as far as his decision-making skills go, he doesn't want to do anything until he's, like, 100,000% sure. So... Yeah, and also he was marrying like a fiery Mexican, a, sp- woman. a spicy Latina. Yeah, <laughs>
1: who was exactly. like, "Why aren't
2: we getting married already?" <laughs> and legitimately had multiple fights about it because I was like, "Why aren't you
1: marrying me?"
2: And he's like, "Calm it down."
1: You were like, "This is why." <laughs> like, Look at my okay. resume. I am the full package. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong resume? with you? Buy this. Put a ring on this. <laughs> that is so funny.
2: I love it. Yeah, that's and that's how we met. So, so we got married. Uh, we got married same place as Kendra and Spencer.
1: We got married in the Manti Temple. What? what? Yep. That that's, our- the, that's
0: the what? That's only temple I've been in.
1: I've already been tempted to ask you your temple name, but I forgot that that's still sacred.
0: Oh yeah, Rick- sorry. Shut
1: it's uh It's uh, a. You're
0: being such a dickhead right now. What are, am <laughs> I? Is it the
1: caffeine? Is it the morning? I don't know. No, no,
0: no. I think I just still think you're at that point now, right now, where you know how to just like. Be- Irrespectful. respectful <laughs> oh shit am i being rude well you're, no uh, no it's not that you're not being ru- you're not being rude you're just being yourself but i'm saying uh not, i'm not saying you're rude i'm just saying like oh i forgot that it wasn't safe it was still sacred well it's, it's for her for your all, okay purpose me intentions. yeah facts like you want it to be sacred you want this to be the real deal obviously or else you wouldn't be in it so right right it is sacred to you not it is still sacred yeah you're right it's sacred it's sacred to you <laughs> sorry i'm not trying to i'm not no to, I,
1: I i'm honestly, a big fan of being called out i, no, no, no. I really don't want to be <laughs> alienating my friends for sure no
0: i'm Let- just saying i this is something i've noticed that's actually part of a it's a it's, a, it's a struggle within our culture is that you have the stock and i was this way too like let's not get it wrong you know I, but i've been out a lot longer than the average person but like there are things you gotta like if someone said that to you in a different in a different way you'd be yep. annoyed is what yeah. i feel I don't think even Ju- yeah. Julia is annoyed at you, but I'm just saying like. Well, Julia got- is
1: a very gracious person for sure. Well, but
0: we gotta recognize the thing that annoys us and not do it to other people, correct? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So- no,
1: I like this being called out right on the spot.
0: <laughs> I don't. Again, I don't even think you're. I don't even think you meant anything by it. But it's no, just like, it's just like a. It's like a little lightning bolt. Uh aggression no
1: people need to hold up mirrors to me and be like whoa 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 (laughs) look at this and i'd be like oh
0: you're right well and if i didn't love you you dearly i'd just be like anyways moving on
2: (laughs) (laughs) deal with that julia sorry no there's i i will say there's probably nothing you could like say to me that i'd be like are you kidding me (laughs) it's
0: because you don't it's because you know kendra has we're friends yeah you know kendra's intentions are pure i love her yeah and i love her like so much like Like, so so much i I also don't want this podcast i mean and i do it too so call me out like she's gonna bleep the f word that i said earlier but like um i don't want this to be like a a model on how to like dismiss mormons oh yeah Yeah. i don't i don't want to you know i while kendra and i do not believe the temple is sacred you do and that's important yes
2: (laughs) yeah yep i appreciate that i do i and i I like it. I mean, I I do like it there, so I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, no
0: worries. Um, So, tell us your name. Uh, (laughs) Tell us your your Richard. (laughs) Richard. It is Richard.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) That's my That's my name too, but people shorten it when they talk to me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They're like, "Hey, Um,
0: Dick."
1: (laughs) 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 Continue. I love you, Kendra. You're I love you too. No, I'm grateful for you. Honestly, it's good.
0: You get what I'm saying, all right? Everyone gets what I'm saying, right? Yeah, cool. Totally. Anyways, continuing on, Julia. Sorry to interrupt.
2: <laughs> um, I don't. Oh, we were talking about. So we got married, and
0: night. then
2: we Did you roll down, down the hill directly after?
1: <laughs>
2: I wish.
0: <laughs> I, I wish. wish. like, Why is your
1: dress green?
2: <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's got a giant, like List. giant hill on like what that two I've, sides, I've three down sides
0: so many times I'm have you really bomb it. isn't that part I've of the of going to manta you got to roll down okay. the goddamn hill
1: so like obviously we went for baptisms for the dead as a kids but they told us that you're not allowed to roll down and one time i convinced my friend rebecca <laughs> yesterday to roll down <laughs> girl she she flew
0: no you get, you get <laughs> she you get flew <laughs> off weird. that hill you know what sucks That's about funny. your leaders versus mine? My leaders insisted that we all roll down it. Oh, no and, way. and it was raining. Like we got dirty. They didn't care. They're like, No, oh, you gotta Gross. roll you roll roll down it. <laughs> the poor
1: kid who like doesn't like to be dirty is like, Okay. I'll do it. Well the I think the reason they did not want us to do that is because her dress, because she was going at such a velocity, rode up <laughs> over her face. <laughs> And there was slips happening, nylons happening. Like,
0: people were like, holy shit. Were you, like, on your knees because you were pee? They buckled because you were laughing so hard? I was like, I'm the one
1: who yelled at her to do this. And now I'm like, oh, oh shit.
0: shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Dad. So, You're like, you need a towel? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you want somebody you, you to get that shave back? You want some shame? <laughs> yeah, there's no dignity left in her. Just
2: <laughs> like, nope, Help. none at all. It is fun, though. I love it there. I I think it's like a really beautiful temple. My mom, so my mom lives in Manti. And that's why we decided to do it there. Because we were like, it's kind of our quote unquote home yeah. temple. Yeah. So, I mean, that was yours, right? That was the one you were assigned to. Yeah. Both of you. Were you both assigned to that temple, like well, growing it's up?
0: The, it's the closest one to Richfield, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Anyway, so I, I don't know. That's, that's why we decided to do it there. We like, I like, I think it's pretty.
0: So I think it's like the most unique temple. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, it's different. It's and inside,
2: it. you guys, you guys inside. Tell us everything. There is. Well, have you seen the dinosaur painted inside? Yes. There's a freaking pterodactyl.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like I remember that with like at the Adam and Eve scene, right? Yes. Did yeah. you, In the first did you room.
1: know that they took all of those murals down? I'll shut your mouth. <gasps> no, Julia, I love those. Can I tell you, can you I tell you the, sad. the biggest disappointment? What? And I wasn't even a Mormon. I was like, definitely not like making jokes like that. It's sacred. You know what I mean? I'm still in that <laughs> mindset. But um, they are, um, what time is it? 30 minutes? Uh, they're standardizing all of the temple experiences. And yeah. so they're removing the progressive, like, so... So they're yeah, making
0: so it a more corporate experience. Is what yeah, say. yeah, <laughs> it's making it more mainstream.
1: <laughs> so they removed all of the murals, and I think it's gone. And um, oh. there, they have that Minerva tiger, that giant um, mural in the world room. And I was so upset that about that that That's I re- so Sad. You I wept. Re- I reactivated. Oh. My i was like you weeped ken i did weep and then i got pissed and i got my pitchfork and <laughs> i reactivated my lds account to log into the prayer roll to put minerva Tigert's um mural on the prayer roll of the manti temple
0: and i was like
1: this bitch better be saved by the time the... and then like literally like probably 24 days after announcing that they would be removing all the murals. They came out with a statement that said the murals will be preserved. Like, yes, oh. stop I was, like, yelling about this. Out or what? I, I think so. I think they have to like peel it off or something, but,
2: but also, yeah, literally made like, me take so it upset. Piece by piece. I would, yeah. Like the thing is like, and put as... it where
0: though, if no one can see it, what's the point? I don't. Yeah. Right. Like as an artist, archive... I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> as a patron, can, yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> like, well, because oh. they're,
2: like, so unique to that experience. Like, even the Salt Lake Temple has, like, beautiful, and you can find them online, like, yes. beautiful murals. And, like, just to be like, because we want this to be, like, not unique anymore. <laughs> like, yes. oh, I hate that. Just yeah. even, even me. Like, I hate, anyway, I hate that that's there a, was, there something was a, that's
1: a concern, you know? I think the whole community got together and was just like, No.
2: Yeah. No. Well, especially that community where it's like so close knit because that's the only temple yep. you have in like yep. hours radius of you. Like, right.
1: And that, those, well, all of those thought... pioneer murals, priceless. Why are you removing them? Totally.
2: Like,
0: did, okay, did, fine. Didn't like, you guys feel like that was like part of the fun. Like, when I was little and thinking about getting married, I was like, what temple am I going to get married in? Because I like that there was the uniqueness of the temples. Totally. Like, yep. You can totally theme your wedding out around it. Yes. <laughs> a dinosaur,
2: a pterodactyl themed wedding. <laughs> Thank you, Manti Temple. Well, I do I remember mean, the first time sitting in there and looking back and be like, "Oh, are you? Is any is anyone else seeing this? Like looking from left to right, like Michael? I think, anyone? I think, look, uh, look behind me
1: now." It's tradition for people to be like, "Look, there's the dinosaur," yeah, but they yeah. purposely face you the other way because, yes. like, mm-hmm. that's
0: yeah. But I uh, don't like, get it's distracted, children. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the strange nuances that made me be like, "Oh, they're combining history, like we found dinosaur bones <laughs> with right the religion, which kind of like." You know, I don't know if you know how into the the list podcast you are, but like the scientific aspect of getting your own planet made me stay in oh. way longer. Right, right, than, totally. But it's not a thing. It's not a thing anymore. And it's like, well, you could probably keep some people around. You know. <laughs> 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 <Hey>. <laughs> so yeah, <sighs> that
2: was my Manti Temple experience, and I'm I'm actually really glad to know that about the, the murals. Ken, you must have some like good faith. They're like. <laughs> She, i feel this i feel this
1: name or this <laughs> this submission very strongly i sprinkled a little witchcraft in there as i'm there like, you go i'm seancing and in, in the lds website save this mural now
0: <laughs> i feel something it's not quite dark it's not quite like le- save the clock tower <laughs>
1: <laughs> my pliers.
2: yeah everyone's like who is this guy
1: uh, the not. only the only Mormon topic I've really been fired up about enough to bring up arms it's my muskets I'm like it's your musket your musket your, so she your calls a gun show
0: the- yeah. oh,
2: shoot. oh shoot that's funny so yeah that's um that's kind of where we're at I think I mentioned that my family growing up was Catholic and so I've always had this like example of truth being other places. Hmm. Uh, So, although, like, I love the temple. I do really enjoy it there. And I love, when I say the gospel of Jesus Christ, I mean, like, the things that Jesus Christ himself stood for, Hmm. right? When he's on the earth. Uh Not like, not necessarily, like, uh, the rules and ordinances of the LDS church. That's not what I feel like to be the gospel. Um, Like, when I say, I believe in... What Jesus Christ taught, that's what I mean. Uh, Mm. So when I see that, when I see other people in other religions and I'm experiencing, like, things in my own religion, I have to think, like, core beliefs-wise, like, I think there's a lot of truth to be found in so many places. And so I think that that perspective of having so many people that I know and love who belong to different churches and different religions or not anything at all who are like, yeah, there isn't a God. And I'm like, okay, cool. I respect that. (laughs) Right. you do you. You do whatever you have to do to like survive in your own body. Like if you really feel like that is not for you, then great. You
0: do you know feel, what like, I mean? Do you feel like that's why you're a Mormon though? Is because you're doing what you have to do to survive? Because I feel like yeah, like I because mean... that's
2: what I was taught, right? So I'm like okay, like this is this is what I believe, and then those core beliefs like just kept building on them on each other as I was growing up. Well, do you and think as Jesus? I was getting
0: older. Do you think Jesus would be uh, anti-LGBTQ like? No, heck Mormons no. are so, so just because this is actually one of the this is actually the one things that I'm huge passionate about just because I've had you know there's an issue in the state with gay kids killing themselves. Oh yeah. Um, so what what is that is that part of is that a struggle is that one of your challenges being Mormon or okay so I just had this conversation with another friend
2: who's who's a member of the church and I said I have such a hard time with okay. I want to send you a picture of what I'm looking at right now. I have this picture of J. Kirk Richards. I think it's called all are welcome right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. And it's like a painting of an LDS chapel. And there's someone talking at the pulpit. And then all throughout the audience, there's like people painted in like the LGBTQ colors Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: in the um, non-binary flag colors. Like anyway, And I look at that and I keep that in the forefront of my mind because I think we are human and the people who run this church are still human. Even if they're led by some higher creator like God, Mm -hmm. I don't, I think they still have a long ways to go as far as what acceptance in the church really looks like. Because I'm not saying at any point they're going to be like, all right, yeah, Brandon and Scott, you guys can go get married in the temple. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm saying I think there has to be more room for people who are different, who don't look exactly like the people who I was describing earlier that I saw in my youth, like people who have both parents together, who do scripture study, who go to the temple as a youth. Like that's not everyone's LDS experience. Mm-hmm. And so – I think that as a member of the church, you have to be okay with representing yourself and what you believe Um, and saying like, these are the values that are given to me by my church, right? And are things that like, I appreciate number one and that I live by as much as I can. But like, I, I have to be okay with like raising my own voice and saying, I don't agree with that. Like, I don't agree with excluding LGBTQ members. I don't agree with like, you saying that being gay, being non-binary, being, being a part of the LGBTQA plus community is a sin. Yeah. Because I have people in my life that I love, mm. like, so much love. Like, if it weren't so early, I'd probably be emotional about it and be crying because <laughs> I love them so much. You're but like, they... morning
0: makes me Russian. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Where's my Vodka. <laughs> vodka. <laughs> But I want them to know, like, and I, and I make sure to tell them because I have a lot of people. And when I say a lot of people, I mean, like, over the years, like, people who've left the church and, and said, because, they're like, I don't fit here. Like, I don't, I'm not a, a puzzle piece in this puzzle, so I'm just going to be gone. And I have to respect that because I can't say, like, the experience that you're having is not real. <laughs> you're right. just not listening to the spirit, or you're just not. Um... That,
0: that's it's damaging. That that kind of rhetoric's damaging, and I do feel like it does go on. Hopefully, it'll go out with this old generation.
2: Right. It's it's a very um, patriarchal uh, organization uh-huh. as far as being led. Uh, uh, it's a gerontocracy, right? It's led by old white men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have appreciated we the need, changes. We need
0: more of that in this world, as far as I'm concerned. We don't have enough white old men running things. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: don't be the worst. <laughs> uh,
2: I I do appreciate um, President Nelson and everything he's done to try to unify just groups of people. He was a I don't, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you probably do, but he was a surgeon, a world renowned surgeon, and so he has a good grasp scientific on,
0: brain. Yeah.
2: Well, you know what I always you people. know what I
0: always think about when people like when the the like anti gay thing came out. All I I always think about, and I can almost smell Wait. it in my nose. What? Keep going.
2: I'm talking. I'm asking, like, when they said, like, kids of was it the November parents November can't be baptized yeah. or?
0: Well, no, it actually started with Proposition Eight in California. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> okay. So we're so, talking like
2: way back. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, and like I've whatever made my peace with it. Like I, you guys can the Mormons can do what they want. Obviously, like I'm, I because that's what I hate about most religious people is they're like, you have to be like me. Well, I, no, you don't. Everyone can be who they want. But yeah. I, I feel like uh, not most religious people. The problem that I have with religious, the, the biggest, my biggest problem with that I have with religious people is what I'm saying. That's, I, I'm not wording it right. Point is, <laughs> is, I remember sitting in sacrament meeting and the guy that was reeking of cigarette smoke and shaking because he's an alcoholic. And Lord knows what he's done in his life. But everyone's always so proud of him to be there. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah. some
0: some little child who just likes the same genitals that they have, and they're, they're not even thinking about it. They're just like, I have a crush on this boy. I'm a boy, and I have a crush on a boy. They're somehow horrible. Sure. You know what I mean, or like, like uh, out, uh, ostracized, outcast. But it's totally, like we have this guy yeah. that's like clearly making like choices, <laughs> not <laughs> great. I'm, yeah. And I'm not even gonna say. I'm saying like being an alcoholic is you know, it's a uh, self-medication or whatever. Right. But I just think about that. Cause like, do you remember, do you ever had, did you ever have one of those people come to the, come to sacrament? Where oh, kind my, of...
2: my ward in Denver was uh-huh. full of people like that. Like, were stone, I'm so baby. glad you're here. And I'm <laughs> like, I just needed Jesus today. And I'm like, I'm so glad you're here.
3: Right. Like, and it's so like,
0: great. And I feel that like if a gay kid wants to put on their church shoes and go to, yeah. go to church, we should have the same attitude. I'm so glad you're here. You know? Yeah. Whether what whatever their orientation is, you know.
2: Well, and that's that's a that's why I say like I feel like the responsibility is on the members to say like this is, this is what I believe and this is what I'm okay with. So, just recently I had a I'm I'm in the young women's uh, presidency in my ward.
0: Good. good on you. you seem week. like a good you seem like a good fit for that. I always I loved having a good leader. You seem like you are a good leader.
2: Well, I love I really truly love the girls, and we have a really hard group of girls because. At least half of them, their parents are separated or divorced. A lot of them, like, they get left home alone a lot because their parents are just off
1: doing whatever Kendra they want. Kendra and I to can't
0: do. relate to that at all. Yeah, not, not at, at all. <laughs> all. No. You didn't have a hard growing up lives.
1: <laughs> started having, like, triggers, and I'd be like, nope, I'm safe now. It's okay.
0: It's okay, it's okay yeah, inner it's child. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Spencer's there for you.
0: Yeah.
2: No, they're I'm here too, just... Kendra.
0: Yeah. It's okay.
2: <laughs> They just have their dealing with things, like a lot of things. And uh, one of our girls came out. I wasn't at the activity, but she told the other leaders and the other girls that she's bi. And the first thing I wanted to say was, like, so they we had this conversation going in via text message, like, so-and-so came out as bi tonight, and someone said, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yes. Like, hallelujah that you know yourself enough to know that sexually you're attracted to men and women what yeah. that is awesome like great for you and, and oh
1: yes that you feel comfortable in this setting to, sh- to be share your authentic that. yeah self. that's a huge yes. compliment
0: to you guys honestly that's oh and st- i wanted to be that- like please
2: what? i like i'm sad that i wasn't there because i i don't want her to feel like whatever reaction was given made her feel like who she is authentically as a bi person uh-huh. is not enough because it is and it always will be like who show said, up oh, no. as yourself. Was it the
0: a leader or a kid. It was a leader.
2: Like it was the uh. the text was between the just the the four of us
0: leaders. And also, the leader just I don't know on the like, text. They didn't say it yeah. out loud audibly when she announced and it. And I okay, don't know good.
2: what the immediate like reaction was because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But I would have been like wow. Okay. Like that doesn't def- that doesn't define who you are but I'm I'm glad you're here.
1: Like I'm so define, happy for you. Like, it doesn't change it doesn't anything change about, about you. You're like, that's too about bad. About I yeah. liked you
0: 30 seconds ago. Now yeah. I think you need to yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah,
1: because it's pretty yeah. important to come out, and it does define who you are. And it, but I think people are looking to be treated the same and, totally. and love the same. You know, can't like, wait
0: till like who you who you like, whose genitals you like to be go with is just not a thing anymore. Like, like, and yeah. why do we
2: need to say that out loud? Like, great. Well, we have Good to right
0: now. I mean, we do have yeah. to right now. But I can't wait for the day when we don't. You know.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it's when it's just not.
0: And it's a non-issue. It doesn't, yeah, like, it, it doesn't even get brought up. Yeah.
2: I, I think for me, there's two things that, like, make my stance on this maybe unique. I hope not. I hope there are other people in the church who are like, I want this to be more widely talked about and accepted. But the two things for me are if my kids, once I had kids, I thought, I love you no matter what who you are and who you decide to become and who you decide to be mm-hmm. like, and if that means you want to marry, you find someone that you love as much as I love your dad that, and that person's a man. Cause
0: what I d- have two boys still like, such a blessing.
2: What, what amazing love is that? Like to, to be loved by someone as much as I love their dad. Yeah. Like you found your person and I'm
0: so happy for you. Well, so that's, I, te- that's a teaching no of Jesus, what- right? Is love. It's like, Jesus 100%. isn't like, here's how you love. He's just like, no, bitch, just go out there and love. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know you're not caught up on the um, Fireside episodes, but um, Brooke Burroughs was our first guest. Brooke Burroughs Hales, And she... Hey, girl. She <laughs> says, I mean, I talk about this all the time, something, children are gifts meant to be unwrapped and not mm-hmm. like people meant to be molded, molded and it. shaped. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think... I think I have so much excitement and hope for the children being raised right now because they're going to be my kids peers that it's going, it is going to be very quickly a celebration of humans instead of trying to put people in boxes.
2: Yeah. Well, just who you are as a human being and allowing you to have your authentic human experience instead of shutting it down and saying, no, these are actually the parameters of the life you're allowed to live. Good luck. Yeah. You know. no
1: m- so, Less oh no's and more great. Yeah. Well, like, do, yeah. You
0: think, do you think that's just some residual resentment? Because, like, okay, our parents were raised by people who had, like, perfection was part of it. The facade was part of it. And then I feel like, I mean, I don't know. How, how old are your parents, Julia? Mm, so my dad
2: passed away when I was 17. But mm-hmm. he would be about 60 and my mom's 56. Okay.
0: Mm. So my parents are, like, a little bit older than yours, just by a little bit. But, like, I feel like they were raised by – because, like, my grandma is all about being proper Mm -hmm. and the outside looking in instead of just how she feels. Yeah. Um, She's not letting her light shine because she's just making sure the the shade on her light is the correct thing, you know? Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Excellent
1: analogy on that one. That's really good,
0: yeah. So I'm wondering if – I mean, I think we have our parents to thank and blame for a lot of things. (laughs) But I feel like they're in that weird – position where they were raised by these people and then it took them a long time to live out loud so totally that's a brave thing to do yeah so i mean, but, I, mean I think we we as their children saw this struggle because i'm sure we all have a moment where like our parents were either going off the rails because they weren't living their, their correct life or they changed drastically like you're a human being you should have changed drastically throughout your mm-hmm. life hopefully you are yeah. uh, hopefully it's for the better but, um, I'm really, yeah, I'm really proud of these new generations coming up. And I feel like we have the influence are the influencers
2: <laughs> where it's just like, no, no, no,
0: if you can, you can have shit going on. It's okay. You can, you can have shit going on. It's cool. It's cool. But like, and being just like- being
2: okay with that, like mm-hmm. letting them explore their life or like she said, like, I think I'm bisexual. Okay, great. I'm I, like, does that make you happy? Does that make you feel like a whole person? Then awesome. I still love you as much as I did. Three seconds ago. Right. (laughs)
1: Right. My love for you is not defined by. Who you love. Yeah. Or what. what Well. Or if anything, I love you more because of that
0: bravery you just showed. Announcing to your church group that you're bisexual. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Sure.
1: Yeah. Because that's what I was thinking. Like the label is important. Like the coming out is important. It's just a signal of authenticity. It's also a cry for acceptance. Like.
0: She could have have been testing the waters to be like, how invested am I going to get in this? If I actually am my true self and you all shun me like, yeah. Or she feels
1: very secure in, in the group, which is great. That's a compliment to you guys that she feels very secure in coming out. And maybe she's, you know, like Bobby said, maybe she's testing the waters for harder challenge, more challenging um, announcements, you know, to come. So. Well, okay. So this is
2: something I
0: have been, she killed a guy. You still like her.
2: (laughs) Honestly, though, like, my relationship with people, like, yeah, your actions, if you're, like, killing children, sure. Yeah, we're not going to be, like, cool. But mm-hmm. you want to be, you like, you stole something from Kmart? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what Kmart they're Julia, stealing Julia, the Kmart reason why, why I did it around. is because they were closing
0: and I felt like I had to, okay? <laughs> Julia,
1: it was an accident and I thought the gum was already bought. <laughs>
2: If it's just gum, you can have some of my gum, okay?
1: Yeah. What's going on in your life that you felt like you needed to steal this? My, yeah. my breath stuck.
2: I didn't have a dollar twenty-five. Give me a break. Oh man.
1: Uh,
3: yeah.
2: So I thought when I was when I when this got brought up in our text conversation, I actually thought of this quote that I keep on my wall, but it says because I try to do this when other people tell me. So that the one thing I said earlier was you cannot tell someone else that their experience isn't valid. Mm-hmm. That was something I learned in college and that's something I try to live by. So when someone says to me, I'm gay, I'm bisexual, uh you hurt me or that hurt. Could you not do that again or I'm feeling sad. I can't turn around and say no, you're not sad. No, it didn't. You're not sad. You're yeah. not gay. Oh, no you're not. You I Just didn't, I didn't make you well you sorry like you shit. took it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry sorry you took it that way. Like Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm hearing what you're saying, and your experience, like what you're saying, is valid, and I I'm hearing that, and I'm responding to that instead of reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that it makes me think of is um, this quote by her. Her name is Sylvie Cucasian, I think is how you say it. Uh-huh. But she says when someone comes to you with their pain, they are not asking you to decide if their pain is valid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel that's, that's how it is even with their, their essence, their human beingness. Like I, this is who I am. I'm not asking you to tell me whether or not I can be that. I'm telling you, that's why I feel like labels are so important Mm -hmm. because it gives words to what you can you've only felt and saying like, this is me. This is who I am. Like, Accepted or not, but this is like
0: the other side of that coin. Though is name. labels are damaging because we're not all going to be raw emo kids forever. But we were labels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were at one time.
0: <laughs> I, I never was. I just felt. I guess I was like, what's the worst thing I, people could be in high school? There hey, <laughs> I was
1: a little bit envious of people that it could afford black hair dye and like swooped their hair and like had it <laughs> stay
0: straight and. Um, so, but- yeah, I don't, I don't know. About it. I did not envy those people. I was Listen, like, "Listen, <laughs> get some good chasing music, you fuckers!"
2: <laughs> my Chemical Romance was just their jam for This like, It's just a secondhand I, scenario. I owned their, all their first
0: the album. All right, I, I owned their first album. Everyone, get off me!
1: <laughs> what is happening? It was my phone. Oh, oh, good
2: morning. I don't know who called me, but cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I. Anyway, as far as LGBTQ rights within the church go, I do have to say I do take it with a lot of salt, not even just a grain of salt. I have to say, like, I'm salty really glad it. that as <laughs> what you're salty about. it is that yourself? I'm, I'm salty about it because I, I just have to remember, like, as although I believe that you are a, an amazing leader and most of the time and called to lead people in the a way that um really like should show jesus christ love Mm -hmm. people make mistakes so if you're thinking that this is the right way to go about like uh acceptance then that's not what i believe in and i have to use my voice to stand up for that yeah so there there have been multiple things that Prophets previously, prophets, apostles have said, like, or prophets today, like Jeffrey Holland, (laughs) Jeffrey Holland, Brigham Young, yeah, he's a racist.
0: Yes, like he's Uh, the worst. Just a little bit, yeah. I got, I got in a fight with my
1: mother in law, and I was like, you think if he, if God would call a prophet, he would make sure he was a good dude first, like seriously. And Brigham is such an asshole.
2: (laughs) He just like he said a lot of things, and when you're when you are a leader. You are the face of that organization. Like, yep. as much as like, yes, I am one in what eight million members of this church. Whatever, however many members it is, but I'm not the leader, and I'm not the one speaking at general conference. I'm not the one who's
0: you don't have the microphone. I mean, you do. say but like, we but only I have, have four to... listeners, so it's fine. <laughs> <I> have... <laughs>
1: and two of them are two of them are me and Kendra. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening, you other two people. <laughs> I thought you're thanking me for listening. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Thank you for thanking me for thanking you. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like you have to raise your voice because even though like that is, that is what they feel like they need to say, like Uh they're being inspired to say that for me, that sometimes doesn't jive. Like I, I, I don't think that what you're saying, whatever, I mean, and I have no specific quotes in my mind right now but like sure
1: we we can google them they're they are a lot yeah i'm
2: sure there's a ton right mm-hmm. because people are human and that doesn't still mean that they shouldn't be held responsible though like when yeah. elder holland was speaking recently and there were t- so many people offended by that i was like good like raise your voice and say like as a leader of my church i don't think you should have said that yeah like you represent me and that was not the way i wanted to be represented even though i love things that he said in the past with all my heart. His son mm-hmm. was the president of the college where Kendra and I went to school.
3: Oh,
0: cool.
2: And I, I've learned to just love the Holland family. But like, you got to be careful. You have to be careful with what you say because you're representing us all. So anyway, sorry. What were you going to say, Bobby?
0: No, I was going to finish my, because I, I, I didn't know where I was going with the alcoholic sitting in the sacrament eating thing. But I'm saying <laughs> if, They truly think that homosexuality is an affliction. Why don't they treat the child with homosexuality like they treat the adult who has partied it up and is drunk at sacrament? You mean like with love instead of like like electrocuting them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. That That makes me feel sick. Like, I'm just saying that I'm like, oh, I hate that. Like, and I hate that people couldn't for a long time, even, I mean, not even within the church. Like, England had an entire ban on it. Right? Like, just couldn't be themselves. Like couldn't authentically show up because they were so scared of showing who they were because l- would, legally they could not. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer's
0: Jeffrey Dahmer's victim was bleeding in the street and the cop was like, you're, you're gay. Get out of here. Like, like they could have stopped Jeffrey Dahmer in, like within his third victim or something like that. Cause one of them got loose and because they were engaging in homosexual activity, the cop didn't care, even though he <sighs> was getting, he was getting <sighs> murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> But like they, Jesus. they're just like, oh, these, these freaking sinners, you know, like whatever, get out of here. But the guy's like begging for help, but he's just like, no, you're clearly gay, like get out of here. For for
1: for people that have been um, the victims of persecution and love to talk about how they're the victims of persecution in the early days of the church, it is it doesn't stand to reason that they should be so up in arms about. The gay, the, the gays, the gays.
0: Yeah. But I think that's kind of a weird thing with the older generations. It's like, well, I didn't do yeah. it. So, so should she, you, and it's like, well, and we're all like, no, I, I don't want you to deal with that. That's sucked ass. So let's make sure he don't have to. Yeah.
2: I'm like suffer in silence, right? Like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. especially being a part of a community like this. That's like um, pro we'll say pro <laughs> uh, being straight and uh, marriage between a man and a woman. -hmm. Man, that is wonderful. But also, there are a lot more people now who live a lot differently. So, what are we going to do to show them our love and like our support as people? Because generally, like, love is my rule, and trying Mm -hmm. to just understand who you are as a human being—that is my rule. And so, what can I do to show you my love? Like, I can show up online. I can show up in person. I can say like, "Hey, these people deserve these people," and what they feel in their hearts deserve the same amount of love that I do. Like, and that's, that's seriously to me all that matters. And so I will ask my friends, like when the Black Lives Matter movement showed up last year to bring in another perspective, I asked my friend who's black, my, my, one of my very best friends. I said, girl, how can I show up for you? Like, have I been a part of this? Am I making this hard for you? Mm -hmm. Tell me how I can show up for you because this is like very, very sad to me Mm -hmm. and I want to be there for you. Same thing with like Friends of mine who are gay, I'm like, we're having this baby blessing. (laughs) You're invited. You do not have to come, but like, and I understand if you're like, yeah, that's like that environment's hurtful for me. But you're invited. How can I help you? Like, how can I show up and be there for you so that you can like feel comfortable instead of just, I don't know.
0: I feel like that's That's the move. That's the move to be like, hey, look. uh whatever whatever I'm a Mormon and I'm telling you I want you at my baby blessing even though you're gay so come on down around I think that's a good message to send you know yeah. what I mean so
2: well and just more of that I think we need I think we need more I think yeah. we need more voices to say like yes I'm LDS and I this is where I am because I want to be here
0: I genuinely but I feel understand like, if you don't I genuinely feel like that's why we have Eight, we 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 have way more than four four listeners by the way. I was just being an asshole. But like, <laughs> I think this is why this podcast resonates because Kendra and I both I feel struggle with no longer our faith, but like the fact that we have so many people in our lives who are such great people who are also Mormon. Like just because mm-hmm. you're Mormon doesn't mean you're like that's the, that's the point. Like we love our Mormons. We love you know and and like Mormons are kind people. And I know the majority of Mormons aren't anti-gay mm-hmm. and like all this stuff. So it is good. Like you said, stand up, have your voice heard and be like, no, 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 <laughs> fuck, Fuck yeah. what Jeffrey Holland said. You're my friend. I don't care who you're bopping. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know?
2: And I, I'm, I'm excited for the day. I, I've talked about this with my LGBTQIA plus friends. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day when you don't have to explicitly say in media, in posts, that your sexual orientation like I am looking forward to that day when it becomes normal cuz I have a friend who we read the same book and multiple times throughout the book they had to keep pointing out that this character was gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like why why can't he just have a crush on that man? Why like why and I I was having a really hard time balance, balancing that out in my brain and my my friend who's a writer just said honestly I just don't think people are there yet. Yeah. And, I, agree, I
0: agree with that. I agree. And it, it I was gets like, to a well, point why? where like <laughs>
1: It gets to a point where, like, um, in conversations, you have to just, like, say, just so you know, as coming from person, fuck, the thing that I'm trying to say is I was at Bunko the other night and there were a lot of conversations and I had to come out. I was like, I told people that I had to come out to my family as anti-Trump before I could, like, that was me testing the waters to come out as ex-Mormon. And mm. then that coming out as ex-Mormon was still testing the waters to come out as bisexual, even though like all of these things that I've known for a very long time, it still took the baby steps. And then I was like, and then furthermore, I'm going to come out as neurodivergent. I just want to let you know that
0: I <laughs> yeah. have ADHD. She got really high before. just so <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just had to come out about all of these things. And even though it is exhausting to my soul, it is also empowering to keep coming out and just like making... Um, making the bisexuality or the, I mean, queer life, a a normal topic of conversation, just like oh, yeah. and as as a bi person or as a gay, right, whatever. Like I don't know, it is just like you definitely. One day it to. won't be.
0: We don't. We, it's but it sucks. That we don't think about it, right? Because like right, because that is part of your personality is your sexual orientation yeah just like the year you were born as part of your personality like I always want to know when people were born like the yeah Jos- the Josie <laughs> mother doesn't like people to know how old she is and it took me like four years to figure out when, like to get it out of her what year <laughs> she was born and the reason it why I like so much the reason why I like to do that is because the way that I bond with people is talking about music yeah and if I know what yeah. year you were born yep <laughs> I yep. know what you were listening to your whole childhood yeah so we yes. can just discuss it and it'll help us get closer so like it is hard it's like Eight. So always always tell me what your orientation i don't care but it's also like i wish we could get to the point where it didn't matter you know i
1: i think the way that it gets to be the point where it doesn't matter it's is doing just what you're doing, incessantly absolutely. talking about it yeah, so as a you. quote <laughs> as a <laughs> yeah. as a labeled person this is how i feel and then one one day it won't be like oh that's that's just like here you
0: are i tell people place. i'm an ally all the time i like like if I can even see a kind uh, of conversations going to a dirt direction where I'm like, if I have to punch you in the head right now, I will do it. But I'm, I'm just like, I'm a huge ally. I love the gays. Like I love the gay community, like whatever. And, um, and so, Bobby's yeah. a
1: good one. Cause she fights for it. Cause she's like, leave the trans kids alone.
0: Yeah. Like leave them alone. Um, but like, I, I don't know. It's complicated. I, we obviously don't have the solution yet or else we'd have it. We, we wouldn't have, yeah. we would be diving into this for 45 minutes, think, trying to figure it out. I want to <laughs>
1: just mention really quickly julia that uh, it's important to recognize that within the mormon church there is people our age pushing for a culture change yeah Yeah. and then like you said there's this gerontocracy which is a fucking incredible word that i looked up immediately and i'm like this is going
0: Pronounce right this is going right in
1: my wheelhouse it's like the male perfect violence. way to <laughs> <laughs> She said malevolent and it was male-violent. Listen today, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, it is it is it they are juxtaposition. This incomplete they're they're preaching two different stories. The top is preaching we must stand for the quote Lord's teachings and fight the new culture with musket fire. That's them talking. The people in the actual church community are saying sorry fuck that noise please come we love you like there are there are gay people trying to go to church and trying to be accepted and then the gerontocracy at the top excommunicating them making sure that their voices are silent they're not allowed to participate in prayer or sacrament or teaching so it's like they while the culture is screaming one thing and saying this is the church that we want to build the top is saying no
2: yeah and that's why i say like you have as a member if, if you're really feeling strongly like raise your voice up well like, and, you, and, Kendra, and you're like and, and trying, i don't they're just saying oh, sorry, be
0: christ uh, do christ teaching meet it with musket fire and, and i think the younger generation's like yeah you're right let's be like christ <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You guys aren't really, but, like, let's do it. Jesus hung out with hookers, man. Like, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's like, come one, uh, come, one come all. Mm-hmm. Have you guys,
2: this is, like, off topic, but have you seen The Chosen? No. Guys, Chosen. come on. It's so good. It's a new show about Jesus and his life, and it is. it <sighs> makes him so much more real to me than yeah? any... Church talk
0: I've You're ever like. Hey, through. atheist, uh have you watched that show about Jesus? It's so no, good. <laughs> go
2: go. No, Bobby, you should. You should just try it. Just try one episode. The what, first episode I sat what's through and I was on? like, "What am I watching?" uh So they have their own app, but okay, I also okay. Nope. Great. The first
1: image. Listen, <laughs> the first image of this person. I'm assuming it's Jesus, not a white man. Oh, that's nope. good. So already a bonus point here
2: it's it's a cool. good it's a good like starting point to say like this is who he actually really was as a person as a human being cool. and being able to follow that like i I do think um growing up, I couldn't connect with Jesus Christ as much as I feel like I should have quote unquote um i say quote unquote a lot, but um I feel like i I couldn't connect with him because he was um his his godlike qualities were so apparent. He mm. died to save you. Yeah, he bled at every pore, and I'm like, uh, thank thank you so much. Like I don't know how to connect with that, and so having grown in what I know and understand, and growing as a human being and understanding him more and his like humanistic qualities
3: mm-hmm.
2: and who he really could have been as a person. That this show has actually been really good for me because it's shown me like. That is the kind of person I want to be. I want to follow J- the the humanistic Jesus Christ. The one who, mm. who followed, you know, Mary into deep, dark places when she was super lost and brought her out. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, waited for her to come out. Mm. Right. I
0: want to be that for her. other people. Yeah. yeah. So...
2: I feel like that's as how Jesus, cheesy I, as that
0: sounds. No, 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 like, that's actually how I, I feel. I like how you're, because I feel like that's how Jesus was kind of intro to me as a kid. And I, I always, I've always loved Jesus. Like if Jesus is real, um, I don't know. I think if Jesus, even if just, just even as like a historical human being figure, a kind person, I, that's awesome. I hope there, I hope Jesus existed on this earth. Like I really do hope that because, and I do like the fact that like he had to like, you know, his, he had an absent father and <laughs> he had this big, <laughs> this big plan. Like he knew, but it's like that, that's hard. And I do feel like there's plenty, I feel like there's plenty of it even in the Bible about like his struggles, right. Of being yeah. the savior. So yeah. I feel like that's a cool, like, cause it's like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to, you don't, you're not fully always fully dressed without a smile. I don't think Jesus was always stoked, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he was sure. like, but I have love for people. So let's go do the damn thing.
2: Yeah. I, I, completely agree <laughs> i'm there with you
1: so we should have that's... like a a campaign of like make jesus relatable again or something like <laughs> make, jesus, <laughs> jesus <again.
2: Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> make jesus jesus again yeah m-j-j-a make like, jesus jesus again
0: it's like the wwjd for yeah, yeah yeah <laughs>
1: make jesus christian please? again or something there you go
2: nice again no i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> make Jesus you need Middle to make bumper again, for stickers <laughs> <laughs> all of your like le- listeners can buy a bumper sticker and then at the bottom it can say is this the place Dot yeah <laughs>
1: love the merch idea <laughs> yes
2: i want a percentage thank you <laughs> my tithing cut please we'll 10%. just let you
1: order let you make them and they can order off your etsy
2: oh shoot okay that's a good idea that's great. okay yeah <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at as far as just being a general uh, member, general member of the church. Um, I do. I will say I have had multiple people, including my mom, leave the church uh-huh. that I'm
1: close to, and that really surprised me when you told me that. At first, I was like, "What? Wow!" Yeah,
2: and and I think it was surprising for her too mm. because she's she what grew was up her in reason? the church. Uh, Multiple things. She, so she, she lives in Manti, like I said, small town, and do the small, it. T- <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The small town vibes of like, not just not fitting in, mm-hmm. having a place to be. She, uh, she's she a transplant. Like she, yep, totally. Yeah, so she lived in Orem for her whole life. When she got my grandma's, um. Uh, some money after my grandma passed away she bought a home there because it's affordable real cheap yeah (laughs) well and it's
0: also beautiful Mante's is a gorgeous town totally and it seems seems picturesque too but like uh, from coming from a small town i was even like and i moved to my grandparents when i was 14 and i was related to a third of the town if not more and i still got shunned because i wasn't from there i was like the fuck Mm -hmm. like you guys you guys know i'm your cousin like what but like yeah no it's it's small town dynamic is very strange
2: and it, I think that was just hard for her, because she was from Mount Pleasant, which is just down the road, like, but it somehow she just didn't, like, assimilate as well as she had hoped, and so that was hard for her, like, not getting along with, like, the leaders in her ward, and then she had, she had questions about things that Joseph Smith did, said, was, and that was really hard for her. That was, like, a deal-breaker for her. She served in the temple, in the Manti mm-hmm. Temple, mm. and she still was like, this isn't enough to keep me here. I want to really be in love with what I believe and Mm. I'm not. And, um, she, she told me like, I've felt things I've been inspired. I like almost like I felt the spirit telling me all of these different things and I can't ignore them. I feel like God is telling me to leave and I need to do it. And I just told her, I'm so glad, like, I'm so glad you're listening to that. Yeah. Like, oh my God, who would you Julia. be if you weren't listening to yourself? And I've had other pe- friends too. Like, say, I, uh, one of my very best friends came to me during a lunch, and she said, "I need to tell you something." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, it's I a tumor. <laughs> yeah. Are you dying?
1: Yeah. That's a real. Just... That's a real fear in our age yeah. group because people it are is. dying of cancer. <laughs> so.
2: She came to me and was just like, uh, "My husband and I have decided to no longer like." be affiliated with the church they've since left and I was like okay like I still feel like it's a place for me but if it's not the place for you that's okay like I still love you like so much and Mm -hmm. multiple people since then have and I think that's been given me good practice to be like I love you so much and that's okay Like your decision is okay with me and Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be okay with me because it's okay with you so you don't need my approval to leave the church. Like, thank you for trusting me with that. I love you.
1: Yeah, but you're but a person like, that people want to keep in their life. Like, I, this is going to be my new journey. But, like, I need I, – I really want your acceptance and love
0: moving forward. Best? Yeah. So I'm glad like, that you give it to him. I also feel like there's, for sure, instances where someone came out as gay and they immediately got shut from their family. I think nine, yep. times out of, nine times out of ten, even if someone's, like, anti-gay, if they have a gay child, they'll come around um mm, it, yeah. it takes it's a it's a hard road obviously it's one like, of the
1: reasons why i came out because i was like i'm tired of hearing all this anti-gay shit like please you're talking about me
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, well stop. you're talking about people and it's like it's, it's just such a weird thing to just like it's a weird hell to die on but at least you're dead right uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the anti-gay thing i don't get it i don't get it but uh i yeah like it, it is it is so heartbreaking when someone confides in you and they're so nervous and mm-hmm. you're like bitch I don't care like that's that's what makes you cool like that's part of you that's part of the that's part of your ingredient list and I dig you so who gives a shit right mm-hmm.
2: I love that it's part of your ingredient list that's what you're made of <laughs>
0: a lot of chef talk over yeah here. <laughs> sorry I've been in the industry for 20 years so I apologize <laughs> I like it.
2: yeah it's it's been a it's been really interesting but also like like I've had to express like I can't tell you how many times over and over I have so many people who I know are, have left the church. Mm-hmm. I know that, that have left the church. And, um, I just had to have, like, have that conversation and I, they, they often say like, so why do you stay? And I'm like, because this is where I feel, this is where I feel like I need to be just like you feel like you don't need to want to, to be here anymore. And like, they're like, and I respect that. And I say, and I respect that. And I love ya. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. have you. Just... Had any,
0: have you had anyone shun you because you stayed in the church? Like, on the, you know, cause we talk a lot about being shunned for leaving, but do you get shunned for staying? No.
2: And even I thought, I thought my mom would like, cause she, at first she said, here's some, here's some literature. Like here's some things that I learned. Um, Here are some scriptures that directly contradict things that the church does or says. And, and I said like, thank you. I read them. I still want to stay.
0: Right. Like, Mm -hmm.
2: and I expected her to be like, why i think yeah. you're I think you're, a new age, I think
0: you're a new age pioneer man because i every time we have these mormon episodes i'm always worried that i'm just gonna have to hear someone drone on about how they know this church is true and they love heaven their heavenly father and all this shit and with the mormons the mormons we've had on you guys are like no i'm kind of making it my own thing and or you're like jordan was like that and you're like I'm, i do my own thing and also i'm a voice to say hey no Mm -hmm. yeah which is great because
2: there's not enough there's just not enough Mm -hmm. and then and it needs to be more commonplace that's just my opinion like that you you go to church to learn more about
1: what's important to you and what's important to me is like i said like jesus christ and what he
0: taught right so
1: it just feels threatening to be that voice because like part of my um I'm sure you've heard this terminology before, but my shelf cracking was the Kate Kelly voice and the John Delyn voice where they wanted to stay. They wanted to fix it. Fix it or be heard and they said, No, and your voice is cut off and your salvation's yeah. terminated. And it's like, fuck, that's really scary to be in a position where you you feel passionately enough and you have a lot of people behind you and they say no like sam young wanting to protect children from sexual molestation in bishop's interviews yeah. saying protect our children and they're like okay what's your name okay we're gonna erase you from the t- like your salvation's gone like no no more it's like people want to stay and make change it's important that you stay and make change yeah yeah yeah
0: no, I that's true it's agree. like it's like uh you know if your car breaks down do you leave it on the side of the road or do you get it fixed I guess it depends in my in my thing my car's totaled so I'm like I'm gonna get a new car (laughs) but for people who are just like oh my fat tire is flat like yeah I mean but I I think that is cool like I don't want to ever be a part of a religion again but it would be very amazing to see the church do some reform and you know how have its members be like which again members our age are pretty much like you guys you guys are all pretty similar where you're just like this is the church that I love this is how I want to see it going. I have, to, you know, you guys, None. I don't think we've, we haven't had an anti-gay Mormon on the podcast yet. I don't think we ever will, but <laughs> um, our generation is just different, I guess, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the way that we are being raised, like, Ken, you posted something recently on your Instagram stories talking about just, like, the cycle ends now. It's, it ends with me. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you have to be the one to stand up and be like, we're not doing that anymore. Because mm-hmm. if you don't stop it, who's going to stop it? If you're not, if you, with all of your experience and all of your
0: knowledge and your feelings, yeah, it's God just. Damn, it's... I always say if this podcast turns me back into a Mormon, I'm going to be so yeah. <laughs> because, like, You can I'm come like, to church with me. I'm like, I like you go to church and be really noisy. I could have my voice really heard. At I
1: think that's why we joke that we're making a ward of Is This the Place? Like, this is the Is This the Place ward. We have a bishop. Brayden Bagley Braden. thanks for listening still we've got now. <laughs> we oh by a the young way women's congrats president. to
0: Tanner Do we already congratulate him yet he won city council oh yeah congrats and he thanked think, us both he's like I think your podcast helped a lot I'm like bitch shut up but okay <laughs> <laughs> so we've
1: got a whole ward going on and we're gonna do a we're really gonna do like a live fireside Julia you have to come be our young women's president there so <laughs> yes, yes be- please
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that would be amazing I I just, yeah, I I love, I love Jesus. I love love. I love people being authentically themselves. I'm, I'm a big fan of people being kind (laughs) and I'm here to try to help that, make that happen. So that's, that is my story and I'm sticking to it.
0: I I mean, it's a good story to stick to. Honestly, there's, I don't feel any dick moves going on at all. (laughs) So I'm being totally serious. Like it is so, it is very refreshing to be like, this is why. I haven't like this is why I'm not like anti Mormon is because I'm not anti you at all Julia I think you're great yeah and, oh, and part nice. of your part <laughs> of your ingredient list is that you're Mormon so I guess I can't be anti Mormon if I'm not anti you right and part of yeah, that's like
1: honestly part of our ingredient list is Mormon right
0: absolutely, absolutely. Bobby just made
1: Tommy some the most Mormon meal it was Delicious. incredible it was incredible
0: <laughs> was it? a Tell pot roast Bobby. and uh, funeral potatoes hello oh. with a gin and tonic. <laughs>
2: There was no jello? i I'm sad I, about the jello I honestly <laughs> thought about it, but
0: I was just like, gelatin freaks me out because I know a lot more about <laughs> it than the average person because yeah,
2: yeah, well, uh-huh. I'm a culinary person. So. so gross.
0: I mean, it's horse hoofs. It's the same shit that glue's made out of. Like, It's, it's edible, but it's also like, ugh, like, it just freaks me out. So, Yeah.
1: yeah let's not. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I'm going <laughs> to still funny. request it every time I'm in the hospital. I'm like... Well, Put this and, Jello on this tray, man.
0: Honestly, gummy bears are just pretty much gelatin, and I eat those like it's my job. So it's like, I don't know why. Why well, you just, have an issue
2: with it in some forms? Yeah, but I, I don't know. It Must know. be the Mormon in you. It Must be.
0: <laughs> well, no, though, I think about this, like no. gelatin sheets. Like I just know, like you have to know to be a baker. You have to know a lot about mm-hmm. gelatin, and I don't, it just freaks. It freaks me out. I've dealt with gelatin in all forms and every. Oh, ugh. Anyways. Point being,
1: <laughs> we're all Mormon. We're all invested. It's it's in all of us, so we all should care.
0: Yeah, amen. That I mean, that really is true. And whatever, it's part. It definitely is part of our culture. And I think we're all pretty kind people. But I have been. Maybe I am. I have been very disappointed in the stances that have been made. You know, by the higher ups. It's just. It's depressing. Cause it's just like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on.
1: Get with the times, yeah. bro. Old bro. <laughs> I, I hope
2: I hope we'll see some real change with with artists, with. Yeah. People of color within the church, from women within the church, from people who identify as something other than the binary ha- cis man or woman. Like, mm-hmm. I, I hope we'll see change coming from those people in the next like 20 like, years.
1: What do you? I I hope a year.
2: I hope two years. Like I hope it comes fast because I think
0: it's necessary now. Well, I think so. I just I hope it happens soon.
1: I think the pandemic is accelerating it, for sure. Sure. It's accelerating
0: a lot of things, and it's great. Um, don't do you think? uh, Do you think they're making it so you you have to draw a line in the sand, like because they're drawing a line in the sand? So you're like, nope, this is actually where the line is. (laughs) And if you want to for myself, yes. No, I I I make make that no. I mean for the, the members as a whole. I hope so, but I hope it's, I hope it comes across like
2: from the members, right? Like, yeah, not saying like, okay, I, I hope it's more people like me who say, let's rise up together, not even individually. Like you're saying, like, I hope it's a big, big movement where we all say like, actually you are welcome here. <laughs> actually who you are sexually like it matters, but it doesn't matter here. Like be here with us. It doesn't matter. It's just matter. a
0: weird place for it to matter is kinda what I'm at. Like oh, it's like why yeah. are we even discussing sex in church, I guess? I mean, yeah. I, we should be discussing sex everywhere. But the structure of a church is the shame culture is what you're saying. Right. But it's like why like why why that
2: gerontocracy I... leads to that. Yeah. I mean that, that old traditions. Um mm. that
0: that's where it starts, right? How, so how many how many men that have been leaders, higher-up leaders, were actually gay men, do you think? Oh, God. There's got to be percentage, or at least, right? Or at
2: least had, like, sexual um, orientation that way. Probably yeah. a lot. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying practicing. I'm just saying they're a gay dude. But they're, you know, they have eight kids and a wife. And they also use their power as a leader to be like, well, I had to live this way. It's not I, – if I can do it, anyone can do it. So do it, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: like That attitude, that, yeah. that like – Needs to go away immediately. I don't know. I just, I hope that when they meet their creator, when they meet their savior, they can be honest about who they are. Because, I mean, I'm not saying it.
1: Well, if they're not. For
2: sure happened. But like. Jesus
1: knows. And they'll be like, "Um, until you can be honest with me, you need to go sit in your room. Like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But that's what matters, right? Like, he knows your heart. He knows who you are. So as long as he knows and you know that he knows then you do you I
0: think because he knows it's just such a dumb a thing to care about like for real across the board why does anyone give a fuck what someone's sexual orientation is like why unless you're trying to date them but like does being a does does who you're married to change the way you like govern a city I mean I obviously I, yes but I don't think it has to do with anything <laughs> I think it has thing has to do with personality not orientation I don't know it it drives me crazy I just don't get it It's just like why why do you care like why do you care people stop caring
2: again back to that like why why do we have to announce this like why do I have to why does this character in this book have to announce that they're gay and why do you have to do that over and over and over I just want you to be who you are and be here with me (laughs) like even if that's like as far as church goes as far as just being my friend come over to my house for dinner but in the past this Gerontocratical idea of how things should be run has just—it's just ideas that need changing and need
1: fixing. So. You think we could ever elect a prophet that's like our age? Maybe not—not oh. in, not in forty years. You know what I mean?
0: Wouldn't that be wild? I mean, that would be great. Is there an age? Is there an age? Uh. Whatever.
1: No, but um, the way that it's structured is the your seniority in the um, apostleship. Of the Twelve apostles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and what you're in until you
0: die, right? Like no one ever gets removed, yeah. do they? No, uh, not
1: yet. There have been um, excommunicated apostles, but usually everybody's flying right with the um, the rules. That um, was a while ago. Like yeah. that was I want to say like, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm,
0: what did they before do? Before
2: the 1980s. I don't know. I haven't looked into it enough to know. Oh, I'm going to have to look into that later. I'm going to tell
1: you the ages of the prophets. um, Top to bottom. Number one, Joseph Smith, 38. Okay, then next. 76. Brigham
2: Young. <laughs> I can tell you all the prophets. Go. 76. Joseph Smith,
1: Brigham okay. Young. Okay, start over. Okay, Joseph Smith. 38. Brigham Young. 76. John Taylor. 78.
2: Wilford Woodruff.
1: 91.
2: Lorenzo Snow.
1: 87.
2: Joseph F. Smith.
1: 80.
2: Heber J. Grant. 88. George Albert Smith.
1: 81.
2: Uh, David O. McKay.
1: 96.
2: It's oh, my Joseph God. Fielding Smith.
1: 95. <laughs> Harold B. Lee. 74.
2: Spencer W. Kimball.
1: 90.
2: Ezra Taft Benson.
1: 94.
2: Howard W. Hunter.
1: 87.
2: Gordon B. Hinckley.
1: 97.
2: Gordon! <laughs> <laughs> Thomas S. Monson. 90. And Russell M. Nelson.
1: 97. Oh, my God. This, Man, means, that's... this means the prime age of these people when they were growing up and learning like their my, ideology yeah. was, like, 70 years prior to them leading the church and being the yeah. government.
0: Yep. Well, it's also, that's like, a... think about how much has changed. And if you're already raised Mormon and, like, kind of in a – sheltered lifestyle which it is just is what it is like i'm not even saying it's a bad thing like a a certain naivety like and then you're also 90 years old Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. how much has the world changed man
1: yeah let's elect people no this is apostate talk this is like gonna get you fired from the church for sure (laughs) like organizing a coup (laughs) against the prophet and saying no this is my prophet
2: i love i love the prophet not my
1: prophet <laughs> not Hashtag, my prophet. Hashtag no. not. Definitely not my prophet
0: I, By the way, I Ezra, Ta- Ezra Taft Benson is like the coolest name on the planet. I've always loved that name. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. I don't remember. I can't. I can't say whether he is or not. I just know I've always liked his name. He he's a Leo, to,
1: so I mean, you might like that.
2: I have to give a shout out. <laughs> to me.
0: You're the only Leo I like.
2: <laughs> my primary my primary teachers growing up. That's the only reason I know all those prophets' names from the. From the from the primary song, I know all of them, and I will yeah. they will forever be in my brain. I know. Oh, I was too. actually
0: I was actually super impressed. I,
1: well, I was like singing the song in my head. Day well, I, was, the, I, I okay. was singing the state song while you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we know that song. I know that song too.
2: It's good. Still. I'm like, well, can I do this? Let's see. Let's go. You. you but how did, just...
1: how did how do they so it so, goes. Then Harold B. Lee Spencer, W. Kimball, Ezra Taft Benson, Howard W. How w. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Jonathan B. Hinckley, Thomas S. Monson. Is that what they're going to do for the rest of the song?
2: I think they did. So they did. So they, uh, Ezra Taft Benson, Howard W. Hunter,
1: Gordon B. <laughs> Gordon B. Hinckley,
2: Thomas S. Monson leads the way. And that's how it was with him. But I don't know because so it's I have like, been in primary since. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Russell Nelson. So just i don't go, know.
1: Russell M Nelson. Dallin H Oaks. Sidney Bi Ring. Like
2: Jeffrey stop.
1: R Holland. They'll
2: have to just start adding like a new like phrase of music. In
0: there. <laughs> yes, because they need to rewrite that like, song a little bit. Everyone keeps dying. <laughs> well, it's because you elect them when they're ninety-seven years old. There you oh, go. Man. What do you think? That, how was how old was Gordon B when he died? Ninety-seven. Oh, that's when they. This is when they died. Then. Yeah, this yeah.
1: is how how old they were, and uh, Gordon was. Profit for 12 years 10 months
0: wow. honestly he was my prophet yeah for 12 years yeah he was he was my prophet too like i, I loved him I, he honestly kept me in for a minute so i was like he's so cute longest Best.
1: longest running uh prophet was where are you heber heber j grant 26 years five Ooh, months yeah what? and then david o mckay 18 years that's why everybody's named mckay <laughs> uh,
0: i don't like that spencer name. w kimball 11 sorry. years yep um, so no, uh, but don't you think there we can make a good argument that the good age to do it is in your late thirties? Cause that's what Joe Smith did it. We can, but like we're we, we,
1: we could follow the prophet,
0: follow the prophet. <laughs> he knows the way he knows the way.
1: <laughs> well, tell me, tell me more, Julia. Like, okay. So first of all, you're t- sending me some names of choir people. So I think we should all make a progmo postmo choir. That would be great. Yeah, I'd love to sing again, but not Jesus songs.
2: Okay. I like it. I mean. What's your favorite song we sing? Let's sing that.
1: Oh, Lord. Well, uh, just there were so many powerful. um, Don't make me cry. (laughs) 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 Powerful songs that we sang, but I feel like one that I cannot sing anymore is... I feel my Savior's love. I, I feel love that like song. I feel like when we sang that song and we sang it with that little insight that um, Brother Eggett said where he said he knows I will follow him. It's like uh, Jesus has so much faith in us that he just knows we'll follow him, give all my life to him. And I feel like in that moment, that was like so powerful and so comforting. And I can't mm. sing that anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Angels Are Making Their Rounds was a really cool oh, experience that we one. had. Mostly yes. all of the Christmas music. I wish that we could go back and record all the Christmas CDs, because so I feel good. like everybody would listen to them regardless. Uh. Julia, I
0: think the good uh, news is, I-, I think in five years, oh. Kendra will be over this this hill, but it's still too way too fresh. She doesn't like singing <laughs> about Jesus right now, but I think that'll change. I like it. I think that's appropriate. That's fine. Especially Christmas music. Fuck yeah. Get me in there with those Jesus songs. <laughs> <laughs> Not me.
1: I'm always like turn this off when it's married. did you know I'm like Ugh.
0: like off. Silent Night are you out of, here, out of your mind Look, Chris, Silent Chris. Night's
1: fine because it's like German it's like old world
0: cause it's German <laughs> you're like the Holocaust that's was great. fine cause it's German <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I said <laughs> <sighs> I do Sorry, remember you know
2: I have I have specific memories cause Kendra Kendra why did I just call you Kendra Ken and I were both Altos and so we would stand by each other a lot like yeah. in class too but I and hold hands
1: this. and be yeah heart sisters like,
2: like. <laughs> it was fun it was a good time like we we sang together we sang angels making their rounds like next to each other a lot mm. so it was fun but uh
0: yeah do you I, still sing I, so I and remember, stuff you're an artist obviously you're hanging uh p- pictures yes art. art yes what's your medium
2: uh watercolor yeah. i
0: yeah. i wish i was that patient to,
2: I've tried to dabble in acrylic. The thing is, I'm not patient. That's why it's taken me years to get even close to where I am now. Because I'm like, ah, oh, screw it, and then I mess it up. Because I'm like, it's not dry, but I, I want to keep painting. And oh,
0: well, that's why bad. I like acrylic, man, is because it's like, yeah. A, it's super dark, and then it dries fast. Yeah, <laughs> and so, yeah. And sometimes I heavy. just have a hair air blo- a hair dryer next to me. <laughs> like, I'm like, we gotta, we smart. gotta,
2: <laughs> let's go. Um, before this episode, can you ask me? You asked me to talk about failures and successes within the church. Ooh, yeah. myself. Go. What do you want to hear about first? Want to hear
0: failures? Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: start low and high. Like, that's always the rule, right? Um,
0: well, you could have us, yeah, we want a climax. Give us a climax. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. I. Uh, I do remember some low points
2: in college where I had a, like, Oh, so I. (laughs) Ooh, gay. Most everyone who I know knows this story. I um got high on accident. I I thought you were.
0: I thought you were saying on ecstasy. I was like, go on. Yeah, no, I like (laughs) my jaw dropped.
2: (laughs) I got high on marijuana on accident because I didn't know. I didn't know you could get secondhand high. I legitimately didn't know. I'm like so
0: naive. You're just um, like,
1: you do you, baby girl. And they're like, that's fine.
0: I'm pretty sure if you smelled my yeah. hair, if you smelled my scalp, you could get high. <laughs> yeah. There's this guy
2: I had a big crush on in my ward. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to hang out with some friends and we're going to hotbox. And I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't drive home. Like, let me drive you home or something. <laughs> Yeah, Because I had a big crush on him, and so I go with him, and then I get high, and I come home, and my roommates are like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm high, I think. <laughs> anyway, it was, a, it was a low point, because then I was like, but, like, that was kind of
0: fun, right? Like, I never did it again. No, I, thought, I think like, marijuana's oh. bad. I'm not <laughs> on there right now at all. <laughs> uh,
1: Aaron Woodall, former Mormon, does a really great joke about the first time I did marijuana, did you know that you could just be happy?
2: (laughs) (laughs) For real. That's funny. Uh, Yeah, so that was kind of my experience, and then I I ended up going to talk to my bishop about it.
1: Oh, was it Bishop Spencer?
2: No. Wait, Bishop was your, Spencer was your bishop?
1: No, I'm talking about (laughs) Bishop Spencer. Continue, sorry I interrupted.
2: (laughs) Uh, Then he, so he, this is like, uh, I guess a, a low point, for me within like the leadership of the church or with the leadership of the church, but he yelled at me and I was like, you know, it's a dang good thing that I'm a forgiving person. Mm-hmm. And that I understand that you're a human being because if I didn't have that understanding, I would be out of here. Mm. Like no, thank you. And he was an older white man, mm-hmm. very similar to what we've been talking about. A
1: white man. no, <laughs>
2: He's, and he's like, I felt like he was like a really nice guy leading up to that, mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds. And then as soon as I told him that, he was like bringing down the hammer, yelling at me. And I was like, okay, like I, so I I came to you to fix this, I'm saying through tears. Yeah. I'm like, and I just, I just need your help to kind of like figure out what I'm doing here. Like, I'm, yes. not, I, I didn't do anything on purpose. And right. there were things I had to, like, I'm, I'm a human being <laughs> and there were things that I've had to go to bishops for that were not just on accident getting high yeah and like no I don't want to like discuss that but I'm not a I'm not perfect and so I had to remember every time like someone reacted badly because yeah it's been more than one trip to hmm. see a bishop like <laughs> it's been a lot that's and I've had to fair. say like, that's fine
0: how no shame. how regular do you, how reg- wow how regularly do you see the bishop? Like, do you uh, have not now. meetings?
2: Not now. You don't know like, it? Like, uh, in my 20s?
0: Uh-huh.
2: I don't know. Once every six months, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> once a year? I, I couldn't honestly tell you. I just know that it was, like, I'm trying to humble myself here, and you're making me feel, like, garbage. Well, the
1: rule is, like, confess and forsake, and I'll be forgiven. So, the first step is confess, and then, then you get berated. That's not cool.
2: Yeah. And that was tough for me, because I'm, like, I, I see other people going through similar things, similar... Sins, if you will, with love being, being received. Yep. and they're like, "Okay, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm just fine now. Everything's, everything's cool." Again. Right. And this
0: goes back to the Jesus thing because I don't think Jesus would be like, Bleh. he'd be like, "All right, let's go for a walk and talk about it." Like, how can I? And help that's you where my core better? beliefs.
2: That's where my core beliefs, like, really carried me through, mm. because I thought I know that my Savior is not like getting like rid this of this guy. Me. Yeah. And I know that he's not, like, extremely angry with me like you're showing right now. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you can be disappointed in me because I teach Sunday school and our ward. Like, you're welcome to be disappointed in me. But that doesn't mean you treat me like this. And yeah. so I had – I'm, I'm glad that I had that perspective. Um, yeah, I mean, should, and I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, it definitely... was
2: able to, like, come out of that because that would have been very damaging this Had is actually—it
0: is damaging because this is like one of the reasons why I'm not a member anymore. Because I was like, "The fuck you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna do what to me? You're gonna put what restrictions on me? Like I don't think so. Well, and it's like I don't need anybody's help judging myself. So like, oh <laughs> yeah." Seriously,
2: say that again, 10 times
0: louder. (laughs) I don't need anybody's help judging myself. Seriously. (laughs) I'm like, I already felt bad all the the time. Okay. Yeah. Gosh,
2: people, people can be really harsh and tough. And I'm, I am glad that I kind of learned that. Like, I know my savior loves me. I know my heavenly father or God loves me and I know how he feels about me. So I don't, I don't need you to. I don't pound know.
1: your fists on the on the yes. desk and say,
2: "It was legitimately like, a little bit scary." And I was like, "Okay, well, okay, so just help me fix it. Like, let's fix it." And I'm, I said, "I'm sorry. I'm also human." So how about
1: how about we put our bishops through emotional training, emotionally intelligent what? training? For real, yeah, for
0: real. Well, this is why about Brady's that? gonna be such a good one is because he's seriously just like mellow. And I just think, again, it's a generation thing. Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. lot got lost when everyone was using lead for their paint, you know. So. <laughs>
2: shoot some we're coming sounds. around guys oh, we're shoot. almost through
0: it <sighs> I just,
2: I think that was probably like my my like lower some of my lower points were when I was in college like the earlier years of college as a like a teen just trying to figure out my life like how does like what is my value is it attached to this relationship I'm having or like where is it like is my is that is it being a valuable member of my family? Is it being uh, an important member of this, like, relationship that I'm having with this other person? Or is it in just who I am as a human being? So figuring mm. that out was hard. Um, but I feel like I learned a lot, even through the the sometimes really difficult repentance processes, where I'm like, this does not feel fair, but I'm doing it because you asked me to.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Like, successes? doesn't it suck... Doesn't it suck when you like hear of other people who confess the same exact thing and, and they got yeah. love or like that's okay, let's move forward from here, and then like you have to like They're not like, gonna oh, be petty, but, say but
2: prayers you can't like oh yeah, like,
1: like, not, like, not to be petty, but anymore, my roommate like, in college, I mean our roommate in college was spending every night over <laughs> across the street at her uh, boyfriend's house. And I reluctantly give one hand job and I'm like punished for <laughs> decades. Like
0: It was your reluctance that what he was punishing you for. You better give enthusiastic hand jobs, Kendra, okay. And he was like,
1: And did he fondle your breasts? And I was like, I guess there's not much feeling down there. I don't know. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Anyway,
1: like Bishop Roulette is what I'm saying. And also just like situational roulette is just Sorry that people have to go through an experience where they do not receive absolute love and forgiveness when they're putting their pride and hesitation on the line to try, try follow to the better. steps. Yeah, like you, and do, you, yeah. Don't,
0: you don't have to go you don't have to go see the bishop, you don't. But like you, if you make the choice to go do it, either you transfer your under-
1: records over to Brayden Hill Bagley's <laughs> yeah. and do that <laughs> there. Braden, yeah.
0: Braden Hill, he's going to have like a million Million person flock by the end of the day. yeah
1: <laughs> Sunday night. he's gonna be like, hold on,
2: what's happening? Why did the why did the
1: membership in my ward go double? What's
3: happening here? I was like, I need tattoo with the bishop.
1: I opened Shoot. a PO box over here so I could just be in the ward.
2: <laughs> Shoot, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it was a it was a tough thing, but I also wondered like how how do people who don't have this
0: perspective deal with exactly? Cause you have a very like healthy that. perspective, you know, luckily, like where did that come from? Oh, I don't exactly, know. Exactly. Luckily, like it's seriously, that straight up bit. And it's like, that's why this is, you're in your, your twenties are hard. No matter what your teens are hard, no matter what. So if you're doing like n- normal fuck up shit and you're getting all this like heat on you from someone who's a f- sort of like father figure, or whatever, it's like, um, shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's not. Yeah, from a spiritual leader, someone health, who should yeah. be, should be like, showing love and a little passion.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a really difficult thing. So I, I am, I stand in solidarity with those people who are like, I just couldn't after that. Like, I get it. I'm so sorry. Like, that's not fair. It's just not. So, oh
0: someone's child just screamed i loved it that's mine <laughs> you got two and they're both boys
2: i locked them out yeah i do they're sweet they i have a four-year-old mm-hmm. and an almost three-year-old that is the almost three-year-old i've locked them out and so he's
1: going
0: "Mom." Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah halo um, said mommy they, no work <laughs> like no. are they
0: friends are they friends or they're like best friends okay that's good cute that it's the good. sweetest thing
2: um, i mean for the first year they couldn't any... play together but
0: Right. Now do you have friends. any reservations about raising them in the church, or you you just like whatever? Like, do you feel like you have to take extra st- steps to? I do.
2: I do to make them to make sure they know like what is the, and is not appropriate to, to the gospel church, that like, you believe. Yeah. Yes, like Jesus loves everyone. Period. Period. Like, mm. He loves you because you are you, and that is enough. Like, you are loved because you exist. Be- because you are, yeah, because you are a living human being and you should treat other people as such. Like, I've, yeah, I've had to yes. catch myself from saying, like, oh, we, we shouldn't do that. It's like that I've had to just instead of just berating them for doing things that are rude or wrong, like that person deserves your respect is what mm. I've had to change the narrative to instead of just like, oh, we don't do that. That's not mm. something we do. Mm. We don't hit people. It's like you you don't like draw the, the line in the
1: sand. Between you and other people, it's like, no, as a human being, that person yes. deserves respect. They yeah, deserve really love. Good. They deserve
2: your respect. Like, when you're Writing running around down. church screaming, it's not like, we don't do that at church. It's other people are
0: here to listen. You're not the only person here, bro. Sit the F yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: these people want to be here. They want to listen. So if you want to be loud, let's go outside. Like, yeah. we can. you can be loud. Let's just go outside. Not like, you don't belong here because you're not loud. Like, you belong here you deserve love other people deserve love and i do feel like i have to say that over and over and over because although my i mean my parents were they did the best they could like i don't feel like i got that direct message growing Hmm. up from anybody from leaders from my parents and so i need i i want to make sure my kids hear me say like you're gay great like come be come be with us like we pick up people for church on Sunday. They need a ride. We go pick them up. Mm-hmm. You don't say that to that person because that person has value and worth, just like you.
0: You know what I mean? Like, well, they, they're making the they goddamn to effort that. to like you. You can be like, yo, I'm gay. I guess I can't go to church anymore. Like, I, if that doctrine would have been out when I was in high school, <laughs> I would have been gay for all of high schools just to get out of church. <laughs> I would have been like, ma, I'm gay. I can't go. But like, the fact that people are getting up and making the effort to be somewhere like. Even that deserves some respect. Like wherever you're at, even if it's you know, just celebrate that. Yeah, if they're making an effort to do something that you're also enthusiastic about, like let them do it. Welcome. I it. just
1: yeah, I just like that you're not othering. Like you're you're not saying we don't do that. You're saying you're just using language that doesn't exclude anybody. You know, I I'm just really to like that because language. I
2: don't want I don't want to continue that cycle. Like, yeah. I have to catch myself in that almost every day.
1: It's almost like, like we're breaking Mormon generational curses. Like, we have our personal generational curses, but then the Mormon church also has its generational curses. And we just have to continually work to break those down.
2: I think I just had an epiphany while you're saying that, because I've always wanted to, like, name it. And that's what it was. Like, that was what it was for me. It's like, it's this generational issue that we've been dealing with for so long and breaking this the stigma of coming to church when you're not worthy being able to be a part of things even though quote unquote you don't feel worthy mm-hmm. just well, being how do you get worthy again right generally? like
0: by staying away you can't that's not how you get worthy again i feel like i always thought that was i would agree with you. i feel like that's a weird thing where it's like you can't participate i mean i get that there needs to be like rules and stuff but it's also like when people, are, people like... are hurting that's when you need to bring them in not, not yeah and them. that's
2: what it's for right like Jesus, like I said, like he hung out with hookers, like Uh he hung out with dirty people, people who were considered like not worthy of his time, attention, the lepers words. Yeah. Yeah, Like I want to be like that. I don't want to just show up in my (laughs) perfect with my perfectly coiffed hair and my cute outfit from down east (laughs) and show up to church because that's what I'm supposed to do. I want to be there because that's where I feel like I want to be.
1: I think we need to toss the worthiness scale completely. Like, we just are worthy. Our worth exists plainly, yes, solidly. Yes. Yes. I mean,
0: I, agree, I think I agree, but I disagree too. Because if someone's truly being just like evil, bad, sure, there needs to be consequences for that. But
1: are they are they That's worth point, less? Yeah.
0: yeah, they are. If you're gonna be an evil person, you're worth less than the average person, in my opinion. Like, go fuck yourself. Um, like, cause I think, I think everyone deserves initial respect, but once you start doing things that are just like scandalous and shitty and you do it just because you're a sociopath, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know sure. I mean?
1: But I think my perspective is, does that mean that they're worth less effort or do you make an effort to say, Hey, there is an issue. There is a reason why you're acting out this way and you're worth me investing time to say, are you okay? Like is, can we figure it out and not have you Together. be molesting children yeah. or murdering hookers or you know what I mean like yeah I sorry. agree with you
0: but I also think certain people like sociopaths feel no empathy so there's no sure. way to get through to them sure so and they, like, maybe yeah. they
1: need to have their own ward where they get together and <laughs> maniacally plan well, the end like of the world well I feel that's a bad idea too, dude
0: you're, you got your, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like you're like listen let's get all you all you child blessers in the same room that's called NAMBLA and uh, it's very frowned upon <laughs> there's a
2: there's a quote from like I, I do I do oh my gosh I don't agree with abuse like anything against like making making someone like less of who they who they are and they yeah. someone, be, right like
0: the hurting for, them yeah. in any way
2: like yeah. not okay not okay like even if you're an upstanding member of the church like you need to fix it and you need to figure it out now cuz it's not it's not okay with me mm-hmm. but I heard a I heard a talk in conference probably it was probably close to 2 years ago and I think think it was henry b Iring who talked about it but he said um that he saw a a bumper sticker on the back of this guy's car that said don't judge me because your sins are different than mine Mm -hmm. and i was like oh snap (laughs) like how much is that me like maybe the thing i probably the thing i did i deal with the most right now is anger Uh like we're commanded to just to not do that and (laughs) keep it calm. And I, I have a really hard time with that. I have my entire life, like not getting worked up and yelling and screaming. Like it's really hard for me. And it's something I have to deal
1: with every single day. What's your sign? Are you an Aries? I'm cancer. Oh, I have a question for you, Julia. Yeah. Did not Jesus Christ himself.
0: Yeah. Jesus got pissed. He flipped a table, flip
1: tables at temples. Totally, and I want to reserve my anger table flipping for times when
2: my table flipping, my temple bringing down, in, for when it's yeah. like it really, really matters, and it matters yeah. because it's affecting people well, that I love, anger, like anger like is this an girl, emotion. in my ward?
3: Yeah, yeah
2: definitely. Like, I just want to keep it in check, right? Like I don't want to use my anger to be like,
3: you don't want to be like
2: driving me nuts because my kids do drive flight. me a little nuts. <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't want to use that to abuse like the relationship I have with them, right? So I want to keep mm-hmm. that in check, and I think being aware of that and not judging someone else's issues is important. Mm-hmm. And really like if you're doing something that's really hurting other people, like you were saying, Bob, like
0: uh-huh.
2: <sighs> abusing people, killing people. That's scary. That's sociopathic. Yeah. And yeah, that you, like need, you, you, you need, need some help.
0: There needs to be consequences for that sort of thing. And I think that's actually why roles are important. Important. Like I don't follow the law, but I don't need to follow the law because I'm not a psycho, but like, Laws are in place. <laughs> like, there's certain laws that are to in make place. sure that
2: people don't get hurt, right? Yeah, that other right, people right. aren't
0: affected by your
2: sociopathicness, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. but there so, is a very big difference between like abusive behaviors and psychopathic be- psychological right, right, behaviors right. that are yes. not acceptable, and just existing as a gay person or just existing as right. a coffee drinker, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's like, it's it's. I was you. You all know that I was being facetious when I was like, "Yeah, put all the pe- pedophiles in a ward." Like, oh
0: yeah, I don't I'm yeah, yeah, no, we're, I'm teasing you for sure, I, listeners. Just, uh, you, know, you know me. You know me. i I play devil's advocate. It's I annoying. know you do. It's, it's, it's annoying. S- I know.
1: I know because I get it from Spencer and he's a white man. Like, I don't need all of this all the time. <laughs>
0: well, I know, but it's also like, how else do you have conversations unless you're like, let's see this other person's <laughs> side, I guess. That's
2: good. It's <laughs> fine. It's all good. I will say with one of like, if we're talking failures and successes, mm-hmm. success wise, I think the best success I could have <laughs> and the success that I have had is number one for the people I love to know that like, I love them. Like, unconditionally Mm -hmm. without, without any condition put on that, like, I love you Mm -hmm. and you're accepted with me and I love you no matter what you believe, like no matter kind of who you turn out to be, especially my kids, my family. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you know that about me, that I love you, then that's a success in my book. But success generally that I feel like I've had within the church, like, I don't even know, like, what that would mean. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I have a calling. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, I have a temple recommend. That's, doesn't, like, feel successful to me. That feels, I, what feels successful to me is saying, when people come to me and say, I've left the church and I love you. Yeah. Like, and I still want to be your friend and I respect your decision to stay. Like, that's what feels successful to me is, like, having good, healthy relationships with other people despite my religion
1: i think my question was more centered around like where has the church failed your expectations and where has Mm. the church succeeded in your expectations and like how you balance that because like there is things there are things that you're disappointed in and then like but there are things that like bring you joy there so i mean fair like your ability to Accept your friends and show Christ-like love to people. Like, it's felt. And there's a reason there's so few, like, church friends still in my in my social circles. And you're one of them because you are a loving person. And that is what I want to keep around is, like, the love, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. Ken, I do love you.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. So much. <laughs> I know you are so great at sharing it and showing it and, like, showing up, you know? Thanks.
2: I I that's what I want to be the success is to be like, the person who shows up, the person who's there, who listens, who's who's aware that there are struggles and works to fix it, you know. Yeah. So. So I, yeah, I think you're I do doing. Love... I think you're doing
0: a great job. You are you are successful in it because I do. I, you're a cool chick. You're like, uh, you are very Christ-like.
2: Thank you. You're I... more
0: like Christ than Brigham Young. You're, you're, you're more Jesus like than Briggle guy like. Facts. That's Facts. saying
1: something. Facts. Oh, God. <laughs> saying oh, something about somebody. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Did we hit it all? Did we, do you have any last thoughts? I know Bob's got to go yeah. to work.
2: No. I am I just. Thanks for letting me talk. Like, now I need to go catch up on all your podcast episodes because, like I said, I'm a, a bad friend. <laughs> you're not a bad friend. This season of my life is tough for podcasts. The fact okay. that we.
0: Even have listeners is like it blows me away every day. Like the fact that like people you have
2: listen- four listeners, four.
0: No, we, ha- we really have a shit ton of listeners. We like we <laughs> have a, we have a pretty insane following, <laughs> and it's just it's interesting as because I mean I feel like we are hitting on something here, and I hope we're doing it in a way because I want your opinion. If we're too insensitive or whatever, we try like we try to be as you know.
1: We're learning and growing just as much as yeah, everybody else. For it's sure. just like we're no gurus over here.
0: Well, speak for your goddamn self. <laughs> Uh, are you okay with doing uh, our ending? which is yeah. the, Yes, the, the, ma'am. Okay, so all right guys, this thank- is my
2: fireside, of course. Okay, Julia,
0: <laughs> thank you so much for, ha- for coming on. Uh, we'll definitely probably hear from you again. You were a great guest. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank we you. say these things in
1: the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen Is this the place podcast is written, recorded and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.